Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, welcome in to episode number 245 of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful hump day Wednesday of bets, also known as Austin 316. Oh, hell yeah. What? What? March the 16th, 2022. Obviously, you know the vibes that are coming here today, my friend. Hell, I got beer on my damn shirt. Shout out, Brujas and Normal. Before we get into plenty of good vibes, plenty of nonsense, plenty of what? Please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew on the YouTube. Or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button there so you never miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you are listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete. Next item up on the docket. Hey, if you could be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so while you are watching today's show. Hey, maybe also hit that other like button. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. You know we love to connect with you and flash your comments live on the screen. As well as maybe hit that share button too. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL pod and we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 245, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton Cap'n Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, get some insights, get some analysis, but most importantly, firmly secure the rabbit hole diving shorts and dive into more of them than we can all count combined. Now my friends, without further ado... Enough hot air out of me. 
I got some announcements to make that my partner doesn't know about quite yet. Some things I might have laced up pre-show that we didn't have a chance to connect on. Some things that he'll be excited about. Some things that are just left, right, and center. Who knows what's coming here with this introduction. But my friends, get on your feet. Put your hands together for the man. The myth. The degenerate gambling legend and the man you know around these parts as the TTL Cruise resident, South Sider and Cheesehead Faithful himself, Mr. Riley. R-Max. Magnuson. Partner. How you doing over there today, What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> 316, dude. I'm uh, I'm absolutely fantastic. Uh, what? Aside from that, dude, that, that was my whole intro I had what? in there. So. What? Um... What, yeah, dude? Uh, we got March Madness <laughs> kicking off last what? night, dude. Now you've got me intrigued as far as what uh, what we're talking about as far as announcement. Had a tiny bit of little water left in there, so I just splashed that all over my face. Show, was, uh, thinking show. I had that alleviated, but yeah, uh, yeah. you know, wish I could have actually had a couple beers, but uh, a not mm. feeling like getting drunk at 10 a.m. and also got mm. too much shit over hey, here. Too maybe uh, maybe you know. about this time, you know, I'm not getting drunk at 10 a.m. Maybe about this time tomorrow, we're saying I'm getting drunk on a plane. Hey, a little airport that? beer. 24 hey, hours from now. Who does know about that? What do you say? Maybe, maybe we, maybe you see that all over social media. Who knows out there, kids? Once again, welcome into the Talk of the Line podcast. It is a beautiful day to be alive. The rest is up to me and thee, and I choose to spread positivity. My man got him a Kleenex, wiping himself <laughs> off. He's all good. Um, the minor announcement. Talk to somebody that we talked to pre-show. Talked a little about pre-show. Okay. We've been able to interlace our schedules if you will uh on a different time zone than he usually is so he's a little jet lagged he's a little back and forth he's already done a show this morning i said hey papa take a break a couple of deep breaths get yourself collected we'll steam through our picks we'll recap everything we'll do a little money line dice roll and probably just about that time you'll be able to slip and slide right on in with us so seems like everything is uh Shaking out to be perfect timing for the oh. second half of the show. Um, outside of that, partner, before we dive deep on into the first half and get on through it, you know <clears throat> we're our full transparency show here at the TTL sure. Pods. So uh, we got to recap all of our best bets from yesterday. And first things first, I got to share the screen because I was uh, doing a little sleeping at the wheel here while I was uh, doing some other stuff. I haven't even retweeted the damn show, I just realized. So I got to oh. do that as well while you're uh, right. t- talking about your pick here. Uh, but first things first, my friends, before we go any further, full transparency show. We'll never hide them from you. Actually, I'm going to take the stand first because I owe a few apologies. Uh, sure, sure, sure. First things first, the TTL Cruise best bets of the day from Tuesday. March the 15th, 2022. Yeah, wow. Whew, cheapers. Uh, the first offer I've had in a long, 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 long time. Uh, you do this game long enough, they will, uh, they'll come up every once in a while. Princeton was in it the whole game. Uh, let it slip away right at the end. Uh, that under was absolutely beautiful. Um, I just yeah. think the books were kind of letting the public get one standalone game to kind of kick things off here. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show, why I got that opinion. And then that Wyoming, uh, uh, Rut- uh, Indiana game, uh, yeah. got Rutgers on the brain, uh, uh, Wyoming, Indiana game. I mean, you even backed me on that one. Uh, then I looked over there and there was about eight other experts. We'll call it quote unquote over yeah. at the place where we check our bets. And, uh, it felt mushed at that point in time. So, Hey, no excuses is what it is. Oh, and three on the day. I offer my sincerest apologies if you did tell me in any capacity, but I tell them too. I lost the sons of bitches, but hey, I preach money management. That is the main thing here. Number one. Number two, 
that I wasn't going to come to this show back with a damn vengeance, ready to bankrupt every book on the market and take my money back that, and our money back that they took from us yesterday. You better fucking believe it. Now, I got to retweet this uh, show over here on the yeah, old yeah. Bird app. I'm going to change my profile picture to, I don't know what I'm going to change it to quite yet. Another one of my old <laughs> NFTs. But that being said, Barter, why don't you fill us in about the uh, Texas Southern Tigers over there, pal? Oh, dude, the Texas Southern Tigers taking care of business. I uh, I thought we had the old, uh, I, I thought we had the double win for us over here, dude. Uh, went uh, yeah, the end of the last couple of minutes of the game, flew that bad boy over. But uh, you ridiculous, know, I, ridiculous experience in certain spots like these where uh, you know the first four is in, 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 excuse me, and at an atmosphere. I don't know why this is a mouthful mouthful over here. Damn, My goodness, Jeepers, Jeepers it is Creepers, an buddy. atmosphere in it of itself. Uh, too many of the same sil- of similar itself. syllables, in dude. Uh, this is going to be a long itself. one today, apparently. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Texas Southern, if you catch him in the first four with, uh, I am drawing a blank on who they're, I think it's Mike Davis was their coach. Uh, if he's still at the helm and they're uh, going to keep being in this uh, first four, I back him until the wheels fall off. Take note for potentially next year because they've been in a few times. And you're Indiana boys, man. I thought you were on the right side. My Indiana Obviously, boys. I'm, or your Indiana game, my bad. Uh, Wyoming there. I thought you were on the right side. Public side and, uh, you know, uh, Wyoming was just a solid team, solid matchup. Indiana, interested to see now. They've got a long travel. I'm <laughs> interested to see if this is one of these teams that has some nice momentum coming out of this game, but they do travel all the way to the West Coast, so I'm not mistaken, to play uh, play St. Mary's in Portland, I think it was. Uh, that one should be an interesting one, man. But, uh, you know, take a nice little 1-0 uh, day over here for myself. Show enough, my man. Uh, needed a couple of needed a nice little rebound day. Uh, so there you go. There you have it. No, not too shabby for you over there. Two for Tuesday parlay. Did not make it to the pay window. Uh, Utah State obviously had no reason to be favored. Apparently, uh, yeah. Oregon's going to continue their uh, their nonsense here into the uh, into the NIT tournament. So there you go. There you have it. That's the way the uh, cookie crumbles, San Diego, and uh, the money line dice roll of the day. The Pittsburgh Penguins money line, Smoke. big loss as well. I ended up uh, fading the dice yesterday, Did so uh, nice. yeah, I ended up uh, back in the Preds uh, on a little side play, nothing major, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I should start trying to cap hockey because I see shit, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably make a play on that, but then I just don't feel like bringing it to the show because I'm not that confident about it, and then it hits, and I'm like, wow, I probably should have just been confident and didn't know what I'm talking about, but. That being said, um, money line dice start the week zero and one, my friends. That is true. Uh, they'll be back for the fourth segment of the day when we get into their dice roll, uh, or their roll, their dice. No shit, their dice cold. Uh, their roll of the day. Uh, they got the Atlanta Hawks Charlotte Hornets game in their sights. They're ready to rock and roll, all pun intended. So stick around for that. We got the double special plays of the day: Wednesday Warrior and the Pale Pop Off. The Pop Off's paying out at plus five ninety five odds, and we got a college basketball team. Actually, one we've mentioned a couple times already has the Wednesday Warrior of the day. We'll talk about all that. We got Mag's picks. He's got two. I got two best bets of the day. Uh, we'll recap everything. We'll get into that aforementioned Moneyline Dice Roll, and then uh, we'll probably be joined by a special guest of the day and uh, be ready to get into the second half of the show. So, without further ado, partner, you ready to uh, turn on the old turbo boosters here and uh, steam through our picks, my friend? Yeah, you know what? I think I'm ready for that. That sounds right. good. Well, <laughs> before we do that, I ask you to kind of lift your mug up high and all of you out there. To me, to the... What? What? And all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods. What? Take your sip, and I'll be right back. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Woo! 
hitting better. Woo! 316 coffee hits a little bit better. I don't know, dude. Oh, I don't know, brother. But I'll tell you something. The cream rises to the top. And on days like today when you honor a WWE icon like Stone Cold Steve Austin, it's only right. What? To make sure that you honor another icon like Macho Man <laughs> Randy Savage. You sneaked in a brother in there, too. It's a little Hulk Hogan. Hulk, the Hulkster. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. The Hulkster. Hey, brother. Without further ado, my friends, on this beautiful Austin 316, you obviously see it's going to be off the rails all day long. Let's flip the screen. Let's get the ticker on a ticket. And without further ado, mis compadres, it's now time for RMAX Best Pets of the Day. Partner, let it rip, let them have it, and as always... You have the floor. I appreciate you, dude. We, you remember that song that goes, "Hey, brother." I don't remember where. Hey, you know, that, brother. We used to, we used to do that. Hey, to be brother. We used to hey, call the brother. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, I worked brother. with uh, one of my first uh, quote-unquote foreman when I painted for the construction company when I started out in construction. His name was Jose. He'd always come a f- shout out fucking Jose. I know he tunes in every once in a while. Fucking crazy son of a gun. Um, he would always come up from beside me and go, hey, brother, and do that exact same fucking shit. So that's that's funny as all hell because it reminds me of Jose. But Jose is not your best bets of the day, no. but I'll tell you what is what's about to come out of your face. So please, my friend, delight us. All right, I'll uh, I'll get the old NBA action out of the way first, so we can get right into the college basketball stuff, the nitty gritty. Uh-huh. Uh, going to the NBA hardwood uh, for these uh-huh. uh, late night nine o'clock game. Going to the Celtics and Golden State Warriors. I'm taking the Boston Celtics. I caught it at plus two and a half. I'm seeing down to plus two in a lot of different spots. Actually, looks like FanDuel might be still holding that two and a half though. Uh, really like this Celtics team today. I think as we it's uh, kind of flipped to where it's 80% of bets on the Warriors, 69% of money on the Celtics. I think a lot more public is going to be on the Warriors, especially at a short number at home here, the way they've been playing. Mm. Uh, but if you haven't been paying attention, this Celtics team over the last month and a half, two months, has been as good as anybody in the entire league right now. And they're also a really, really good matchup for this uh, on their side of things for the Golden State Warriors. Tough matchup for the Warriors is what I'm trying to say here. Number two defensive efficiency in the entire league. And believe it or not, it's actually higher. They have a higher defensive efficiency on the road, believe it or not, which is interesting there. Uh, they're number three in the league. Three-point percentage allowed, obviously important when you're playing Warriors. Number one in field goal percentage allowed in the league when you're playing the Warriors. That's also very important. They're 4-0 last four following a straight-up loss to the numbers. 6-2 and two last eight road games versus a team that they win percentage above 600. So even when they head on the road against some of the best teams in the league, They've been really profitable in that spot. And the Warriors as favorites, actually, not so much lately. 3-8-1 last 12 as a favorite. Interesting one here. 1-3-1 one, one last 5 to the number following 125-plus points scored for them. Mm. Obviously had that in their last game. Just scored 126 the other night against the Washington Wizards. In those spots, when you get them off of a big outpouring offensively, they bounce back, and it's a little bit shakier. And I think the Celtics defense is going to prove that today. Last one for the Warriors. 2-6 and six last 8 as a home favorite. So even at home, they've been a lot, had a handful of... Uh, quote-unquote trap spots, if you will, despite the last couple here that they've had against uh, a couple mediocre teams. Uh, and then the uh, kicker for me on this one, partner, the Boston Celtics are 7-1, and one, last eight to the number in Golden State. 
That is in Golden State. Seven and one Shit. to the number of the last eight, and five and one okay. last six straight up. Either Boston or Golden State doesn't matter. Like I said, okay. this Boston Celtics defense is a perfect matchup like for this that. Golden State Warrior team. And despite Draymond Green getting some more time, uh, Boston's got a couple scorers that uh, he won't be able to, to to defend both of them, and uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. So I think this Boston Celtics team is going to win this one outright. So I uh, I'm fine with honestly just about whatever line movement you see, unless this one goes crazy off the rails. You know what I mean? Uh, but I'm more than happy with this uh, half point tick down here over the last hour or so. Give me the Boston Celtics plus two and a half to kick things off for me, partner. Hey, you know I uh, I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to the NBA. I haven't been able to. Uh... <clears throat> haven't been able to cap it all year. I mean, I've I've uh, I've got a win here or there, but I won't call myself a capper of the NBA this season. It is it is some some special in and of itself. Um, so all more power to you, my friend. But I will be backing you. I like the Celtics plus two and a half. I like where your head's at. I like where the money's at. I like where the bets are at. Um, can't add a whole lot more to it, my man. I love where you, I love where everything's at. We just going we we just gonna stay loving it. So all that in between. Our max first best bet of the day, partner. How about number two? All right, number two, switching over to college, switching over to the NIT for this one, partner. Uh, going to some, fading some big, big fat monetary liability with uh, mm. something that you uh, have been enjoying as far as a uh, frozen solid line. Oh. Uh, oh. No line movement <laughs> on this one. Mississippi State, Virginia is what I'm talking about. And I'm taking the uh, Wade Dogs in this one, Mississippi State. Plus two and a half. As I mentioned, 83% of bets and 86% of money all over Virginia. And this one has been uh, just about the case all morning long. And uh, like I said, has not gone anywhere. I think the perception is, is that Virginia is a better team. They're 18 and 12 straight up compared to Mississippi State 17 and 14. A lot of the issue as far as why they're perceived as a better team, aside from that record, is uh, you know they've had a lot more wins, but it's against the uh, t- a conference that we've been trashing all season long in the <laughs> ACC. They made their living beating up these true. bad teams in the ACC. Uh, they have a pretty solid conference record there, whereas Mississippi State has a losing, I think it's 8-10 eight and, eight and ten or 8-12. and 12. I didn't write it down right in front of me. Losing record in the SEC, but they kept their teeth cut by uh, you know five or six, seven teams that are firmly supplanted in the tournament that have a legitimate shot of uh, making the deep run in this bad boy. Another big thing there, uh, per Ken Palm, 40 spots better overall. Mississippi State is a 44th-ranked team per Ken Palm, UVA down to 84, my man. Uh, And this is honestly a style of play. Virginia's style of play isn't going to be a problem for Mississippi State here. Uh, Mississippi State, I think their defense, much like we've seen other teams that have had success against Virginia, Mississippi State has a solid defense, and I think their defense is going to shut down this bad Virginia offense, lead to a lot easier offense and transition, whatnot, uh, what have you, for Mississippi State on the other end. So I think they're going to win this one outright. Uh, Mississippi State, 9-3 uh, and three straight up this season in non-conference. So before they had uh, headed into that uh, tough SEC schedule, they were playing some pretty damn solid basketball in non-conference against a lot of uh, similar teams that you, uh, Virginia had been playing against all season long. Uh, in a straight-up loss, obviously Mississippi State's last loss was the uh, SEC tournaments, 37-17 and one. Last 55, 37-17 and one to the number. Last 55 following a straight-up loss. Solid sample size there. Thank you. Six and thirteen and one last twenty as a home favorite is Virginia. So as a home favorite this season and into last season, they have not been profitable at all. And as I told you, partner, uh, you know one big thing when capping these or trying to determine who's going to win these NIT games is trying to understand motivation. Are these teams actually hell bent on on making a run in this NIT tournament? Are they? 
pissed off and sad that they missed the uh, NCAA tournament and they just don't give a shit about this tournament. Uh, ben Howland, coach of Mississippi State, he's had two NIT appearances, one semifinal appearance and one runner-up finish, which was actually last year in 2021. Uh, so he typically has his boys ready to go for this tournament, and I think we're going to see the same thing here today. Not sure if they make a run, not sure if they, who they play after this game if they get the win, but... Personally, I think they get the win in this in the spot, but I love the two and a half points uh, as we see it right now. Give me Mississippi State plus two and a half, my friend. I love it, my man. Uh, I am. Uh, I love your angle on well, number one, the Ken Palm, the Ken Palm radio is what really did it for yeah. me. Uh, the forty point, the forty spots difference. I, I had right. no idea. I mean, I know. I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess it really doesn't surprise me that much because we have really been beating the drum how much worse the ACC is yeah. than the SEC, and right. honestly, how much different than previous years both of those conferences are. So I can't disagree with you on any of that analysis, and I can't disagree with you on what you brought up there at the last that Mississippi State has kind of been making frequent trips to the old NIT tournament as they uh, probably would not like to, but at least they've been doing well. So. If you're giving them points and they were runners up last year, I like where your head's at, dude. I'm on this one as well. I think you got a 2 0 day clean sweep coming your way, my friend. So there you go. There you have it. RMAG's best bets of the day. Anything else from you? Good, sir. Last thing, and I'll kick it back to you. The Ken Palm thing that you mentioned, dude, you and I were talking yesterday. If you watched, uh, paid attention to the NIT, I think just about everyone except for that Oregon Utah State. Yeah, you switched me over there. I last suspected it. Uh, aside from that Oregon Utah State one, all of the teams that were uh, at least more than a couple, there was a couple spots where it was like, you know, one, two point ranking difference. All the ones that had significant ranking difference. All those teams took care of business. And another one that was in that similar spot as uh, Mississippi State was Oklahoma. And they absolutely smoked. I'm blanking on who they play, but they actually uh, Missouri State. They absolutely smoked Missouri State. So a couple of these teams, Mississippi State and Oklahoma, that got their ass kicked in good conferences, might be uh, you know uh, prime for a nice run in the NIT here. I like where your head's at with that for sure. So there you go. There's your official screen screen flip. But thank you for the cherry on top of your proverbial analytical Sunday, good sir. Um, I'm gonna keep this uh, proverbial podcast train. Steaming on down the tracks. How about that for a couple of proverbials for your Wednesday morning, yo, sons of guns. What you got? Second segment of the day. My best. Speaking of trains, did you know that's my own brain just kind of making a stop there? Did you, speaking of trains, did you see uh, the Baker Mayfield post as far as like the heartfelt post to Cleveland? You know, Duke Johnson. And then Duke Johnson tweets like a, just a train crashing through a house or something like that. And then people kept resurfacing this, resurfacing this quote from uh, I'm blanking on her name, but it's like a Cleveland Browns insider. And it was like, uh, you know, Duke Johnson kind of wanted I think he forced a trade out or something along those lines, forced himself out of Cleveland. And Baker was like, if you're not on the train, it's something like if you're not on this train, we don't want you or something like that. And so last night, Duke Johnson posted a picture of a, a, just a cr- train crash through a house last night after after Baker posted that heartfelt post about uh, potentially being out of the Browns, you know? Yeah, well, so, yeah, it was like one it was like one o'clock Central Time, and I saw, like, Barstool post some shit about um, – uh him him doing that like uh, he he did the whole thing and i was just like oh i got time to read this whole fucking thing right now i don't want to read this Uh, it's too late (laughs) fuck this shit so i didn't read it but i saw that he had put something out so that's well that's really intriguing maybe i have to go back and read it here uh there's been a whole lot of there's been a whole lot of breaking news cubs signed uh suzuki Suzuki, but we'll get in all that shortly we got plenty to talk about especially with our guest of the day hey time for my best bets of the day all right my friends 
flipping the monitor, time to get the old notes up and get a couple of winners, uh, a couple additional winners into your bet slip. I got two coming at you. If you weren't here for the start of the show, get ready, get locked in because we're going right to number one, the NIT money printing machine. That's right. NIT money printing machine. <laughs> yeah, 150%. MPM, dude. You're damn right. Hold on one sec. Two Shirt idea, MPM, MPM, money printing machine. NMPM, but MPM feels a little bit better. So, yeah, MPM, NIT, MPM. NIT, MPM. There's your six, (laughs) NIT, MPM. Dayton Flyers against the Toledo Rockets. I'm taking the Toledo Rockets minus one. Uh, We saw yesterday that home court advantage is going to be huge here in the NIT tournament. Um, Obviously, it just kind of takes the eye test to see that. You can kind of go back and look at uh, the previous games. Now, why did I say home court advantage? Because this is yet another one in the NIT where it's not a neutral court. This game is played in Toledo. And just to prove uh, further or, or further the fact, prove the point, whatever you want to say, um, that home teams were really well did really well yesterday. 7-2 straight up, 4-5 and five against the number. The only failed covers were 3.5 uh, for greater. So obviously this is not that. Uh, I think this being a pick is the perfect spot for the Rockets. And the public is going to be rushing to the window to back the Dayton Flyers as the perceived better team uh, here at as the uh, short road dog. Now, all that being said, that kind of segues me right into line movement or maybe a lack thereof at this point in time. Um, and Toledo was a plus one dog uh, and they completely flipped overnight uh, to the minus one favorite. They have pretty much held firm there. They've gained a hook in some spots, but I love it. I really think that's the books honoring sharp money, sharp betters, true sharp betters, not just bullshit. 46% of bets and 63% of consensus money coming in on Toledo minus one. Uh, I would honestly take this Rockets team all the way up to minus two and a half I think they get this done by at least three here today I think they might do it a little bit more convincing maybe by seven or eight but we only need them to get it done by two if you find it at minus one and a half so hurry up and get involved there's a couple of key things I see as being the differentiator as to why Toledo wins this game before we get into the trends because you know me can't finish anything without those number one is going to be tempo I look for uh, Toledo to kind of boat race Dayton in this one. 84th in adjusted tempo per Ken Palm up against Dayton's 342nd in adjusted tempo. I look for Toledo to push the pace any opportunity they can and really allow their defense to turn into offense. Speaking of offense, uh, Toledo is sixth in the nation in true points per game. That's not a Ken Palm stat. That is a true stat. Sixth in the nation, for crying out loud. Dayton, 228th in the nation in points per game. At the bare minimum, Toledo stays in this matchup to the bitter end, and then their offense stays hot for the last two minutes when Dayton's finally goes ice cold. Last but certainly not least, speaking of offense going ice cold, how about that? Just a segue and machine today. From the charity stripe, my friends, it matters. It ma- I, I said it mattered a month ago. I said it mattered even more in conference yeah. tournament games. Right here, right now is when it really matters, especially in a pick'em game in the NIT tournament. Toledo shoots 76.9% from the charity stripe, and Dayton shoots 68.2%. Almost, actually, a whole 11% better. Almost a whole 11%, 10% better. So, give me all of the Toledo Rockets. I think they dominate the Flyers here today, but you don't believe me on all of that? Believe the trends. 
Toledo, 6-2 ATS, last eight following an ATS loss. 11-5 ATS, last 16 following a straight-up loss. 9-4 ATS, their last 13 home games. Remember, this is on their home hardwood. 12-5 ATS, last 17 as a favorite. Combine the last two, 9-4 ATS, their last 13 as a home favorite. And 5-1 ATS, their last six versus an A-10 opponent. Not to mention, they're also 5-2 ATS, their last seven Wednesday games on their home hardwood. Give me all the Toledo Rockets, minus one. First best bet of the day mpm dude a big fan i am uh i am a big fan of this one i was interested in this one when i saw it uh just uh yeah didn't have enough information as far as watching these teams enough but toledo is really really solid man i think they'll be ready for this one 100 i think so too whichever way you guys are seeing that check check mark yeah. that's right damn straight okay so i think we got a three and oh card how about let's make it four and oh what do you think that's hard dude why is that yeah. so hard? I know. I don't know which way is right. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's that way. It's that, no, 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 Not this way. Is it, is that one? No? That one? I don't know. It's rough, man. It's rough. You get lost in there. It's like a fucking mirror between a mirror and you get lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't do it. It hurts your face. I don't think you wrote, uh, yeah, I don't think we wiped off, uh, dipshit off our foreheads today, dude. Nope. No. Uh, we're good. Second best bet of the day. Coming from your boy, calling it the NIT terrorizer, because after we absolutely print money left, right, and center with the first bet, we're going to be terrorizing the books and just dangling that money in front of them and then getting even more back. We're going to Long Beach State Beach, plus 12. You know me and my beach against the BYU Cougars. Obviously, this line jumped off the screen at me um, for more reasons than one, but one key fact, and number one, it's tournament time. Number two, even the shittiest teams of the shittiest, even the Alcorn State Braves, Covered a double-digit spread yesterday for crying out loud. So let's think about what we're doing here, giving teams double-digit spreads. I honestly think this is a fucking gift. I mean, this is a present. This is a, here you go, boys, from the books. I don't think this is a public dog. I do not think you have to worry about this whatsoever. Regardless if the bets and money flip, I do not think you have to worry about this. Now, a couple of key things here. Um, I'm not going to really worry all too much about line movement in this one because there really isn't much, and I really don't care if it moves up or down or left or right or center. I don't think this game finishes by more than four points, and I know that sounds crazy with a 12-point spread, but I really, 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 really don't. And partner's making the faces he is over there right now because I've bet the fucking beach a lot this year. And they've cashed a lot of tickets for us on this show. So who am I to not continue to back them in the NIT tournament? I don't know. You spoke of motivation. Maybe they got a little bit more motivation here than the old BYU Cougs who would have liked to probably be in the NCAA tournament. But there are a couple of keys as to what really drew me into the uh, beach. Home and away splits are huge here. Um, uh, teams, uh, and I guess the whole ho overarching, before I move into that, the whole overarching thing theme there is just that teams are completely overvalued this time of the year. And this is just an overvaluation of BYU. Yeah. Um, the key thing here, home and away splits. Uh, this game is actually at BYU. Once again, a number, another one that's not a neutral court. Where actually, speaking of overvalued, the Cougars have been overvalued all season long. 12-2 and two straight up, but 5-7 and seven against the number on their home floor. Toledo, 6-6 six and six straight up on the road, but 9-3 and three against the number. I absolutely love those splits because they still ring true here, even though it is the NIT tournament. And I'm looking at the tempo, once again, of these two teams. I think the Beach absolutely boat raced the Cougars. 27th in adjusted tempo for Long Beach State. BYU is 127th per Ken Palm in that same stat. I really like Long Beach State uh, to speed it up offensively and really slow down the pace defensively. I watched a few of their games, and I wasn't sure if it was real accurate. 
but it really is. And I look deeper into Ken Palm. They're 10th on, uh, in offensive possession length and 342nd in defensive possession length. So they work the teams, they work the clock defensively, and they get down the floor, ball in the basket, press them up, work the clock, right like clockwork. I mean, it is wash, rinse, repeat for these guys uh, on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Speaking of offense, uh, I really think that's what keeps Long Beach State in this game. They are 98th in the nation in true points per game, going up against BYU, who's 117th in that same exact stat. So I think Long Beach State does some things. Uh, they've traditionally been a thorn in the side of the old Cougars over the course of the last few seasons, but stick a pin in that. We'll come back. You don't believe me on all the aforementioned stuff. Believe the trends. Long Beach State, 16-5 ATS, last 21 on the road. 25-1 ATS, their last 26 as a dog. Combined the last two, they're 13-3 against the number, their last 16 as a road dog. 6-1 ATS, last seven road games. There's a team with a straight-up winning home record. And 10-4 against the number, their last 14 games played in the month of March. BYU, 2-5 ATS, their last seven March games. 2-5 ATS, their last seven Wednesday games. 2-5 ATS, their last seven home games. Are you seeing a trend here? 2-8 and eight ATS, their last 10 as a favorite. And Long Beach State, I told you they were a thorn in the side of these old Cougars. 3-1 and one ATS, last four meetings. They covered a plus-4 spread and a plus-14 spread most recently. Won both of those games outright. Give me all of the beach to continue to be a son of a beach in the side of the Cougars, baby. I've been waiting this whole analysis to say that, and it just came to my damn head. I absolutely love it. Subconsciously, I had second and final best bet of the day from your boy, Long Beach State. Beach, plus 12. I like it, man. I, I had my eyes on this one, too. I think the key word is just BYU overvalued, mm -hmm. and I think Long Beach undervalued, man, and I, you can't really ignore that when you have that situation. <laughs> I, I absolutely love it. I think I'm going to be hammered in as well. I Maybe in a little nine-and-a-half spread. Who knows, dude? I don't yeah, know. I wouldn't mind it whatsoever, and I think, you know, maybe a half hour or so once Las Vegas really starts waking up and hammering in plays right uh, about this time, I think it'll uh, the Cougars will kind of start turning into more of a public uh -huh. Side, so uh, that's a decent point dude people are you yeah, got it flew in last night taking a nice little snooze in sleeping in who knows that's a good yeah, who knows? something to think about who am i how you doing let's keep it moving all right <sighs> next segment up on tab my friends it's time for the special plays of the day the whoa, 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 wednesday warrior and parlay pop-offs that's right outside of the twofer our favorite Special play of the week, the Wednesday Warrior. Set of special plays, I suppose. I mean, I don't know. I I, I like the, the, the parlay pop-off a lot when we start talking about that, too. But sure. that all being said, the, oh boy, we got a young man. Oh, we got a young man joining us. You see you see who just joined us down there? I am not able to see. Oh, you can't see it. Oh. oh, we got a young man just joining us. So, hey, let's quickly <laughs> dish out the best bets of the day. Okay. We're going to recap them all real fast. Or uh, we'll 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 uh, we'll dish out the Wednesday Warrior Parlay pop off. We'll recap everything yeah. real fast, and then we'll bring him in for some money line dice rolls, some Let's nonsense, some talk. What do you think? <laughs> Let's do it. All right, <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Okay, Let's my friends, it. quickly. First things first. Wednesday Warrior, call us crazy, call us wild, call us what you will. The value's there. I'm taking the Rutgers Scarlet Knights plus one. 
Much like I was just talking about the Long Beach State, me and you kind of, uh, oh, somebody's raising his hand and whooping, hooping, and hollering, really? swing, okay. swinging towels down there. I was honestly nervous. He he's all the about other it. Side, no, he's honest. all about it. He's all about it. So, yeah, we got uh, Rutgers plus one as our uh, Wednesday warrior. We love it in this spot. If you look consensus, it does look like a little bit of a public dog, but there was something interesting that Action Network put out that there's like the last four dogs to in in this round and the first four in, first four out to have – Close or to have opened as a uh, a favorite and closed as a dog are four and zero against the number, and I think three and one straight up. And the the last one that was a, a plus minus one to a flip like that took care of business by like eight points. So okay. I think okay. I, I don't want to put the cart in front of the horse, but I think that's what we see here today, dude. We but we've been talking about how lackluster the ACC is this entire <laughs> show. I mean, I don't know what more I can add on to that. What, what are you feeling over there? No, 100%, man. It, it's the the public side is kind of ha- the only thing that really gives me concern. You just said the ACC. You look through their schedule, Notre Dame's schedule, you can find one very significant win for sure. We It was back in December. They bat- beat them twice in their home, car- home court, Kentucky. That's happened twice in the last two years. I think it's just a random yep. bad matchup for Kentucky. Yep. Look throughout the rest of their schedule. They didn't beat Duke or Virginia Tech, the other two good teams uh, or perceived good teams in the ACC. They, beyond what I talked about with Virginia, actually made a nice living destroying the rest of the ACC, whereas as uh, Rutgers is, is is playing really well, knocking off the best teams in the Big Ten when they lose to these teams or when they've put up losses. It's it's tight, hard-fought losses to Purdue, Wisconsin, all, all these top teams in the Big Ten, man. Don't get me on a Big Ten rabbit hole. I'll be uh, screaming from the mountaintop <laughs> forever. I, 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 I love the, I love the I Knights, know. dude. they got to make a nice We're little run. And I think they're a tough matchup for Alabama if they get through, dude, oh, for the next round. that The I winner know. plays Alabama, I dude. I know. I know. I got to think about it. Uh, I got Alabama moving on, but that's that, 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 that's another segment that's neither here nor there. Get us out of this rabbit hole, Mags. We got, got more Rutgers, Notre Dame to go on. <laughs> Rutgers over Notre Dame. Yeah. We don't just give you the single play. We like to give you a little extra yeah. juice. You know the drill. The Wednesday parlay pop-off. Take Rutgers plus one. Take one, speaking of one, of Mags' picks for the second leg, the Mississippi State Bulldogs, plus two and a half, and then take one of my picks for the third leg. You're going to take the Toledo Rockets, minus one and a half. That bad boy's paying out, plus 595 odds. Maybe put a little pizza and beer money on that parlay pop-off. I don't know. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to somebody who might not be named, who we might be seeing soon. Who the hell am I? Who do I know? What I do know is my friend's... It is time to rip out your sports books. Pull out your pens and your pencils if you're a mistake-prone human being and your papers or whatever mode, means, or method you utilize to take stock of the TTL crew's best bets of the day because on this beautiful March the 16th, 2022... What? 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 It's time to recap all of the TTL crew's best bets of the day for this beautiful Wednesday of bets. What? What? (laughs) Let's so kindly, my friends, turn your attention. Right next to my head, the top left portion of your screen, it's plural today, our Mags picks. His two coming at you. He's starting things off on the NBA hardwood, the Boston Celtics, plus two and a half. In his second pick, he's going to the college basketball hardwood with the Mississippi State Bulldogs, plus two and a half. Opposite side of that, the top right portion of your screen, you got my two picks. Taking the Toledo Rockets, minus one and a half, and the Long Beach State University Beach, plus 12. In between us, one of our favorite special plays of every single damn week. What? The Wednesday Warrior. It is the Rutgers Scarlet Knights plus one. And the parlay pop-off right next to Mags. 
Add in the Rutgers Scarlet Knights plus one, the Mississippi State Bulldogs plus two and a half for Mag's picks, and the Toledo Rockets minus one and a half for my picks. That bad boy is paying out, not playing out, paying out at plus 595 odds. I see five straight plays that you will pay, play, now now I'm doing that shit again, that you will play for one unit or whatever you can afford. And one special play in the parlay pop-off that you will play for one half unit or whatever you can afford. I hear... Books adjusting, moving lines left, right, and center as these words come out of my mouth. But my friends, before we can bankrupt every single one of them damn things on the market, we need you to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are clearly primed for ticket cashing. What? In it, whatever the current what? best line is on you. On you. Did it wrong favorite sports book what 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 i was too concerned with the what i love it dude what we'll have to clip it up and uh tag the tag the boys who made this uh the, the wad popular dude we, we gotta do it i think i i i don't know man you know i don't chase clout i don't I, ah, probably fair not, enough, probably enough, not. Fair i don't chase clout enough, that's for enough. sure cool uh but what uh the what? TTL Crew's best bets of the day. Wait, wait, Stone Cold Steve Austin made that popular brother. What? Uh, okay, here we go. Let's bring us back in the screen. You see some additional uh, <laughs> text on the fucking screen there. Moneyline dice roll of the day. We might as well, uh, I don't know, partner. You want to do it. You want to skip it. You want to go in place. Why don't we just have our uh, special guest be the Moneyline dice roll of the day since we usually have our special guests in the Moneyline dice, right? Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay. So, I mean, as always, we got to shot them out. The Moneyline Dice. If you want your own set, head on over to MoneylineDice.com. You know the drill. Enter code TTL10 at checkout. You get 10% off your first order at MoneylineDice.com. Don't ever want to forget that. They've been good to us. Kind folks over there. Shout out Moneyline Dice. No roll today. We did have the Hawks and the Hornets. But, hey, we got another guest on tap. A guest who is not an inanimate object. A guest who does have a living, breathing, heart-beating human being aura about him. A man that produces nothing but electric waves anytime he stops by a show. A man that I refer to as the Cape Cod Connection. Because he is our straight dial-in link to the East Coast, my friends. A man who knows quite a few things about some of these teams that are going to be involved in this here big dance we've been talking about for the last few days. And a man that I am honored to call a friend. I know Mags is honored to call a friend. And we can't wait to see out in the hole in the desert, but only a few short, not even 24 hours from now, maybe a little more, a little less. Who's to say? My friends, get on your feet. Put your hands together to help me welcome on in the legendary... Mr. Jeff Dawson. Welcome in. There he is. Wow. You guys get better every time. I'm telling you. I, I, you know, I'd say by year five or six, we'll just roll out the red carpet. We'll have the uh, duck boats parades. And then, you know. <laughs> Maybe we can just carry me in. How's that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that works. There you go. Hey, what's the good word on the street? Live from the uh, Sin City. What's happening, my man? Uh, my flight, uh, let me see. I uh, got up to Logan early. 
Um, I like to get up there early so I can relax, do some work. Um, and then there was a gate change. So that's okay. Uh, and then we're all getting antsy. And then there was an hour and a half delay. And uh, needless to say, we, we, we landed around 10 o'clock uh, Vegas time. Uh, by the time I got to uh, where I'm staying uh, at Tahiti Village and then ran across the street to get some food and put my head down, it was probably 1.30, quarter or two, which is really, you know, 5, 5.30 back east. So uh, um, had a show at 7 a.m. Vegas time uh, with Andrew McGinnis this morning. So I literally... I am not lying. I, I, I got a power nap. I got uh, three cups of coffee in. Uh, I got about three miles in just to get the blood flowing. Yeah. And uh, uh, I reached out to you guys and said, hey, I know you guys are traveling tomorrow. So let's get together. And, you know, instead of our Thursday and Friday show, let's just, you know, talk some madness, talk some knit, whatever you guys want to do and go from there. Yeah, sure enough. I uh, I know we're we're kind of thinking of uh, kind of some different content ideas, and we can definitely talk with you once we get out there. And obviously, stuff we're we're, we're keeping secret because hey, anticipation makes the heart grow fonder. So you guys are just gonna have to wait out there. But uh, outside of that, man, I I can't thank you for enough for stopping by. I know your jet lagged is all left, right, and center. So <laughs> I'm glad you took a minute for us. We'll uh we'll keep you on here for a little while, and we can get you off so you can take some time. So um what's uh what's the feel like out there uh is the buzz starting to really uh really start happening for march madness how's everything uh how's everything shaking out so far well in trying to plan the weekend um you know i i was blessed uh sharapan picks me up at the uh, airport and uh, just trying to get a feel from him and he says jeff it's just insanity out here where these books now are getting three and four hundred dollars for a seat for the day to watch the games and they're sold out so it's kind of trying to maneuver uh mm. to actually find where to go where you're comfortable um i was planning uh thursday to tiptoe over to the west gate and uh, Kelly from Vegas, Drew, CT Betts, all of them were going to be there. And then the same on Friday, Wager Talk is going to be there. But I'm telling you guys, be prepared. You, you kind of want to find, you, as you guys like to say, rabbit hole, pigeon holes, where you're comfortable. I'm one of these guys, get in, get your bets. You know, you might want to download an app, deposit some money so you don't have to worry about the window. And uh, just be comfortable because you play. It's just like... The most amazing part about March Madness is this. Let's just say UConn's playing New Mexico and the, the place is buzzing. You know, it's funny you that you mentioned that game. I just, I don't understand why you would do that, but I, I can't carry on. And then all of a sudden you see a sea of red because Wisconsin's the next game. And then there's <laughs> 75 people with red Wisconsin gear. They just... It's a, the, the, the best part about this trip is watching to see how these teams travel to Vegas. It's the most insane thing in your life. If you're at a sports book like the Circa that has uh, first to 10, first to 15, these guys are like screaming at every bucket. You, know, <laughs> you get a 9-2 lead and you're ready to cash the ticket 
And then here's the other team, you know, with a, a, a an eight oh run and they just get you at the window. It's insanity. Oh, I absolutely I love, it. love it. I I cannot wait. <laughs> well, um yeah, go ahead. But before we move on, who's the as far as the teams that travel in your past, who's the most not the not the best traveling team? What's the one that you wouldn't expect that is like surprisingly like I wow, I wouldn't expect these team this team to travel well and, and here this, you know, giant pack of, of fans are. Well, I'm gonna say out loud and not just because I'm talking to you, the the, the team that I saw that travels the best, hands down, is Wisconsin. Yeah. They're okay. a sea of red. An absolute sea of red. Um, yeah. Who else? Who else? Who else travels well? Um, God, that was a good question. That's a good. You know, a, a lot. A lot of the Pac-10, maybe because they're from like the California, oh, so yeah. Oregon. Oregon travels okay. real, real well. Well, they won't. They're not traveling well this year. So, uh, <laughs> um, the Pac, the Pac-12. There's some teams out there. Um, See a lot of UT people out here from Texas. Um, but, I, you know, it's like when Vegas Knights were introduced. The The most amazing part about that was whoever the away team was. Like, if you were here tonight, you'd see nothing but Florida Panther jerseys around. Yeah. And because they, they couldn't get tickets to their home or they make it a vacation. We're traveling out to Vegas to support our team. Uh, so... Yeah, it, it's just crazy, but you, you got to be comfortable. You, you know, I have a buddy of mine, Area Sportsbook is one of the smallest sports books in the world. He will tiptoe down there at 5.30 a.m. so he could be one of the first ones to get his round table so he can see the board, and he's about 15 feet from the, from the uh, ticket counter. So I guess wherever you're comfortable. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I kind of go back to like – there's nothing like a tried and true going to the counter and slapping cash down and getting a ticket in return. I mean, that's just, uh, you got to get that experience. But I think with just the amount, the, literally the madness in the people out there, I think it's worth downloading uh, a sports book of some type, uh, a mobile sports book and just doing that. And then, Hey, you meander into the right book. It's not a crazy crowd. They're not charging 400 a seat, whatever you pop in. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, nah, I got bets going, but let me drop a cash wager here too as well while I'm here. So it's, it's always fun, especially when there's live action going on. That's always fun to drop a live a live ticket as well. There is nothing better. I'm a live ticket. I'm a I'm a oh. ticket guy. Go to the oh. window, slap the cash. You got the oh. ticket, and and then you're walking to the window after it cashes, just like. And I don't care. <laughs> cool hand, Luke. I don't care if it's $50, $500. Listen, I'm not the $5,000 guy. You know, I come with a bankroll. I'll be consistent, whether it's $300, $350. Hey, listen, I do the same thing for a $50, 14 parlay. And and, yeah. and you just walk into the window. Just like, <laughs> you know, it, 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 there's nothing better. Bam! <laughs> I love it. Throwing it down. I love it. <laughs> So uh, so, what's up? I know uh, I know. I said uh, when I was bringing you in or when we were giving out our Wednesday Warrior today uh, that you were getting pretty hyped that we had the same play. Um, what's your kind of thoughts as far as the games today? I know you got Rutgers plus one, uh, kind of on the same side as us on that. What uh, Kind of the first one on tap here today as far as the tournament. Any particular thoughts about Bryant and Wright State? Wright State at uh, three and a half, kind of now dropping down to a firm three across the market. Opened up at two, and then it looks like as far as kind of consensus money um, right now, Wright State is kind of getting that liability. 50% of bets, 71% of money at consensus. 
Any kind of thoughts on that game for me, Jeff? The way I understand it, and and don't quote me on anything here, I what I heard doesn't Bryant have like the leading scorer in the country or something? They got the guy. They're a one man like machine, mm-hmm. and, and um, I know they're good, okay, but they're not quality that we're accustomed to. Good now, not to say they can't, you know put on a show today and you know the 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 tournament's all about stories so maybe this guy carries them through the first game and he's the story into the second game you said something real real good colton about rutgers plus one because is it the public trendy dog okay and i'm looking at that because i liked rutgers the whole time uh uh but there's a side of me that says usually the the division the the conference that has the most teams in it is the one that gets picked off a lot early and it's the weaker teams how many years have we sat here and said the pac-12 sucks it sucks and then there's a usc usc team that makes a run look at last year with ucla um so uh you know you you Colton, we, we've been hanging around too much because every time I'm looking at these games and, I'm, I, you know, I, I got the egg on my face yesterday. I've been into the Belmont game, right? Mm. And I'm sitting here, okay? And, and Now, this is the stupidity because Vandy has gotten me a million times this year, whether I'm yeah. on him or I'm against him, yep. okay? Same. So just let's play Monday morning quarterback. <laughs> Florida, Arkansas. Kentucky, Alabama, okay? I'll just stop right there. Mm -hmm. And this Vanderbilt team is getting two, getting three, a pick them. And in comes who? Belmont? Belmont. And they're two and a half point favorites? I mean, uh, you know... And the only saving grace is I was on the Bonnies yesterday. So so mm-hmm. I could say the same thing again and say, well, look at Colorado, you know. So it's almost like the banana in the tailpipe. I know I use that a lot, but I I, I mean when when it smells, it smells. <laughs> and, and and when people are texting me, Colton, hey, there's some sharp shop money coming in on Belmont. It went from four to three to two and a half i'm like you got to get involved all right you got to get involved so tell me this were you were you on that (laughs) same page jeff when it comes to the uh the hoosiers and the cowboys yesterday i stayed away i stayed away but i definitely leaned uh wyoming and that's another team that had gotten me all year they had gotten me all year because i went against them numerous times at home and they were short dogs and they were like a Providence team, okay, mm. that would hang around, hang around, and either get you at the buzzer or get you to overtime and get them. The whole world's on San Diego's, uh, South Dakota's uh, tomorrow against Providence. The whole world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and again, it's almost one of these that, that you, you kind of want to be the wise ass and say, you know what, I'm taking yep. Providence because yep. I ain't sinking with that shit. No, ain't no way. Ain't no, no way you're going to catch me betting against Ed Cooley living the American dream in hey. March. No. Shout out John Rothstein. Hell of a job, uh, job yesterday on the sidelines there, pal. Uh, but, man, oh, man, I, I... – go ahead, Max. 
No, as far as sticking on that track with Providence and South Dakota State, this one seems like, because I, I, I don't know if I'll bet on it tomorrow straight up, but as far as just the bracket, which obviously is is less consequential if I lose that, I took Providence in that one uh, because I'll be damned if I lose, uh, you know, pick South Dakota State, then Providence goes on this run, you know what mm. I mean? But also, South Dakota State seems like this team, as soon as the brackets come out, they're that team that gets all the hype as this 13, 12, 13, 14 team. Every single year, there's one of those teams where it's just overhype, 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 and everybody in the world buys into this thought, and maybe Providence is the right uh, match for them to actually do that. But they're those ones that are 12, 13 seeds that are getting a little bit of hype, but not that over, not where everyone in the world is talking about or the ones that I'm more interested in. I, like I said, I don't know if I'm betting on this one tomorrow. We'll see what it looks like tomorrow or maybe tonight if I'm at place in any action, but... Yeah, I at least took Providence on my bracket. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I did the same thing. Go ahead. No, I, I did the same thing, Jeff. I uh, I, I love Providence. I mean, it, it dropped down to a two for a little while. It's up to a two and a half now. Like you said, I mean, everybody and their brothers are on South Dakota State. And, I mean, I guess kind of while we're talking about that, it's it's kind of a hell of a segue into tomorrow's uh, tomorrow's round of, uh, of 16 games. Um, the round of 64, if you want to get technical. But... Um, I don't know. Maybe we play a little smash, pass, or relax. Maybe a little smash in a particular side if you like it. Pass if you don't like a side altogether. And then relax. We need to see a little bit more money, a little bit more bets, maybe a little bit more movement, something in between. What do y'all think? We do a little bit of rundown, and then uh, we get Mr. Dawson out of here so we can take a nap and uh, stop <laughs> dropping caffeine down his gullet every five seconds. Well, and I'm going to say this. Uh, 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 you know, I, I did – I'm not the guy that does 20 brackets. Uh, sure. uh, I've got a million people asking me to join there, this, do this. What do you think? Um, I have some great futures. Well, I thought I did. And, and and all your listeners here, I can't stress this enough. There's only one team that's going to cut the net down. There's going to be 63 losers. Okay. So what I try to do throughout the season is to get myself set up with a, with a stable of, potential futures that I think have value that can get us to the elite eight, maybe to the uh, uh, final four where you can start to hedge. So, so my, my UConn at a hundred to one. Okay. Well, if they win their first two games, they get the Zags in the sweet 16. I think the Zags will be about seven point favorites. The Zags get out 11 to two. It's thanks for playing. Okay. Uh, I was able to get um, Auburn, at 17 to one Arizona at 18 to one, which is the golden ticket per everyone now and Texas tech at 30 to one. Now. Yeah. Don't you love how gonna... everybody's on that train now? Everybody's now all of a sudden on that, on that catch train. And I'll tell you why I will tell you why this past weekend, the team that sh everyone should have been on was Kentucky. That's the team that was playing the best. They faced a team called Tennessee Vols. That's mm. their mirror image. And it was the third time they faced them. Okay. Kentucky couldn't throw it into the ocean and Tennessee did everything. So now everyone's just throwing this Kentucky team. Calipari hasn't had this much experience in forever. So no one's talking about that, uh, the Kentucky Wildcats. It's the Arizona Wildcats. Okay. So, my point in this little sermon to you guys is the whole world's on Arizona. No one's talking about the Zags. Why? 
the banana on the tailpipe. It's the Green Bay Packer effect. You got me once. You got that me. That was unnecessary, twice. Jeff. <laughs> You're not getting me again, guys. It's supposed to be a no, UK. No, I'm no, Kentucky, nobody Jeff. can see that, but he's on Kentucky <laughs> to win his bracket is what he's on. Is what he's showing is that he's uh, he, he took Kentucky. You're a smart man. You, you are. I, 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 I mean, so so on the, the the Bible, I try to get a little contrarian. My final four of Texas Tech, Kentucky, Nova, who I think is sneaky. And I took Riley. You'll be happier. I took Wisconsin. I took really? Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. I, I got a Kentucky Nova final, Kentucky 67 63. Hmm. Okay. I've yeah, actually I'm definitely got gonna to have to redo some shit. I've actually got Wisconsin a little. It was tough for me because I, I, Wisconsin going, it gets the location draw. I, Johnny Davis, Davis had me worried the way he was, uh, inju- uh, you know, injury and then not playing great in the tournament. He, he's got me worried. He's got me worried. I don't have him going quite that far, but I've at least got him winning a game or two there. Well, well, the, the the sticking point is the Auburn game, or actually they LSU. The Elite Eight, right? Yeah, but you got LSU yeah. before, so so again, the the lean there was the location. I because sure. I think some people, Colt Colton was uh, talking to me last week on our show about LSU getting hot, and, and and so they could get picked off there. So you could have a a. a uh, LSU Auburn in the Sweet 16. I like the location with Wisconsin. I think you're going to see a different Johnny Davis. I think they get to the second weekend and uh, versus an Auburn team that's struggling right now. Sure. I agree with that a, a wholeheartedly. I, I got Wisconsin moving on against LSU. I like that. Uh, I like that for sure. The location aspect definitely. Uh, I like that a lot. But Wisconsin Auburn that'll be interesting. And I mean, I. It's just going to be so hard for me to go a different direction with um, with with Arizona. I hate it now because I've been preaching it from the mountaintops since I don't know December, January. Yeah, like, you've been I, on like, it. Yeah, I, but, that's been and like now, probably and now year, yeah. and now every fucking clown wants to be on it all of a sudden. It's really <laughs> pissing me off. Is what it's doing. Like I just I turn on the channel, I turn on a new channel, and then everybody all of a sudden is on. This is like, oh okay, great, awesome, wonderful. So. Now I'm going to have to kind of figure out a new strategy because obviously you know I zig when everybody else zags. <laughs> I can't have the same exact pick. I Originally I had uh, UCLA bouncing Kentucky in uh, the Elite Eight. Um, I, I just think Mick Cronin, they're going to get far enough. They're going to get to that point. I think it's a rematch of Marquette-UCLA. UCLA gets that. Um, and then I also think we're going to have a rematch of UCLA-Gonzaga in the Final Four. And uh, UCLA is going to get their lick back this year and find themselves in the uh, in the championship game is what I think. And they're going to drop it. But i got to redo some shit because I don't think Arizona is going to make it all the way there. Now I had this whole path uh, slated out, but who knows? Uh, who knows? Well, maybe, maybe, the, maybe the whole world is right this time. I don't know. Do Go ahead, you, Jeff. You hit them. Do, do you guys buy in? To the team that had a great conference tournament, and now they're the like like again, Iowa is all of a sudden the talk of the town. And I'm no disrespect; they've been hot as mm, yeah. molten lava. Okay, but no one's talking about Purdue. No one's talking about Wisconsin. Right. Okay, right. Uh, a Tennessee team who again I knew they were a great team when I was going back through Ken Palm over the weekend. No one's talking about this team. They had seven losses, but look at what they've done lately. Okay. So 
I think for the public, they go back to what they saw last. You, They always remember what they saw last. So some of these teams <coughs> that got bounced early actually have a couple extra days rest, a chance to rejuvenate, to get a little hungry, and to say, okay, because the, the, the team that cuts the nets down, guys, how many teams can win six in a row? There's not a lot of these teams that can win six in a row. Right. As far as my thoughts on Tennessee, Jeff, the only thing that held me back was Rick Barnes' record in the damn tournament. I mean, I just, I obviously his straight up record, I'm not 100% positive on. Uh, I just saw uh, a stat that his, since 2005, no coach in the field, or maybe, I don't know if it's in the field or in all of college basketball, has a worse ATS record in the tournament than Rick Barnes. And we've seen so many uh, shortcomings as far as straight up. I don't know what a straight up record is, but we've seen so many. Just shortcoming. That was really the main thing that kind of held me up from having the, a deep run for them. And then as far as Arizona, I, I didn't have them going as far just because you've got Illinois, Tennessee, and Villanova, all three teams that I think on their best day could beat Arizona. Uh, and then as far as Iowa, I, if Iowa had a better draw, I think I would have had them going a little further. I don't like the matchup against Kansas. I think Kansas is uh, the, the spot where they lose. I think that's Sweet 16 if they get there. That one, I, if they had a different draw, I might be more interested in Iowa. Looking at your Illinois team here, looking at the bracket, and apologies, Colton, because I definitely want to go on some of those games that you were talking about. Oh, yeah, about. no, absolutely. Sure. Go. Keep going. This is perfect. Uh, Never stop good conversation. I, I, I'm worried with your Illinois uh, your Illinois team versus Houston. I'm worried okay. about yeah. that. Houston I think if, if, if my head is correct here, I think Illinois, if you're lucky, maybe one and a half point favorites, if that. I think maybe mm. even close to a pick yeah. Um, I This Houston team is dead dangerous. And, yeah. and uh, I, the funny part about this, I always got to throw this in. Josh Carlton, former UConn, couldn't get on the damn floor for Hurley. And now he's a star at Houston. So sometimes I wonder, like, hey, how's this working out like this? Right. <laughs> dangerous team, though. Dangerous yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, that is a really man. I. I'm going to have to spend some time again tonight, you sons of guns. What the fuck, man? I'm sitting over here just brain spinning in the fucking round of 32. Like, like round of 64, okay, like, I got the Dons upset in Murray State. Like, I think we can all agree on that, I would imagine, right? Like, I know, Jeff, you're a pretty big proponent of the Dons. Um, are you, yeah, obviously, Mags has Murray State. Um, so no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, like, it was, not that was soul, a, but honestly a coin State. flip for me. I do have more Murray State, but I, yeah. I, I like the Dons. That yeah, I like the Dons a lot in that spot. I mean... Outside of that, it's not like I got Vermont upset in Arkansas. I really think that's a huge possibility. I really, 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 really do. If there's going to be one Cinderella team, it's going to be Vermont. The Cats are the Cats are just sick. They're 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 one of the best mid major teams out there. And I knew that I know they got a tough draw in um in uh, the Must Bus and the Pigs. But if you want to face the Pigs at any point in time, would it not be the Pigs in 2022? I mean, am I wrong? Am I crazy? I, I don't know. I got. I got Boise State over Memphis. I like that a lot. Um, I, I'm going to go back and look at that game a couple of times, but I honestly think everybody's going to be on uh, Memphis as the favorite there, and I think Boise State being the short dog, I think that's the right spot for them to win it outright. I really do. Um, they've just, again, kind of when you said well, something you said earlier, Jeff, that brought me to, uh, to this game in my mind is the public kind of thinking, what have you done for me lately? And Boise State getting bounced early uh, out of their uh, conference tournament. And then Memphis kind of, is Memphis back? Like, whoa, Memphis 
Memphis is taking care of business, and it's totally been the complete opposite story for both these teams all year long. As we all know, we bet plenty on the both of them. So yeah. I kind of like Boise State in that spot a lot over the Tigers. Um, it's not really an upset. Uh, upset. It's an eight over a nine, so whatever, no big deal there. But I like Marquette over North Carolina. That's a nine over an eight. That's another one there. So I, I got a lot to think about. I got a lot to go through. I, I thought I was set, and, and more and more people <laughs> come out with Arizona and then uh, you say something about Arizona, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to look through some shit is what it comes down to. Well, you're not going to like my Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Riley, Uh-oh. you were not going to like it. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I, I got him going to the Sweet 16, and I got him putting a scare into a number one. I don't think they have enough horses. I'm going with a number 12 seed, the Richmond Spiders. Oh, Okay. I got, got them, them beating Providence in the round of 32. Iowa. I got them beating Iowa. I got them beating oh. Iowa. And then I got them beating Providence, and then I got them facing Kansas. Yeah, I think they're a terrible matchup for Iowa. I agree with you there. I, as far as I, – I, I do have Iowa winning that game. I don't hate it, though. As far as – there's certain ones like that. As far as – forget gambling for a second. As far as building a bracket to where it's like – like I said, if, if you think I was going to get smoked by Kansas – why not take a shot at, at, at Richmond on your bracket? And, and you know, because if, if you lose uh, and Iowa wins, and it's not that big of a deal unless Iowa obviously goes on a nice run. But if you think Iowa's not going too far, I, I don't hate the strategy as far as that unless uh, – and obviously if you like Richmond, then, and then, you know, fire away. I I do have Iowa in that one just the way they're playing, but uh, I, can't, uh, I can't hate the opinion by any means. Well, and, and Colton, just the fact that the whole world's on, you know, South Dakota State. So I thought that was a perfect spot to take a Richmond team if they do upset Iowa. And if they do get to South Dakota State, I think they'd be a short favorite. Not that, again, it would be a coin flip, seeing that Providence only opened up, you know, two and a half point favorites against mm-hmm. the South Dakota State. So I thought that was maybe the soft spot. Listen, they get blown out by Iowa by 20. It is what it is. Um, I'll be rooting for Providence anyways, um, you know, to win the first game. And then I think Providence, Iowa will be a hell of a matchup. The thing with this Providence team, listen, everyone can call them the luck boxes. They're the luckiest team. They are. But you know what? To be lucky, you're going to be put into those situations. And I've seen them down 19 to come all the way back. I've seen them just hang around, hang around, final five minutes again, get it to overtime, win in overtime. What Ed Cooley has done to this team, it's a team. And everyone knows their roles. I love Watson. I love um, they got some players. And, again, everyone's pooping on them. So when the world's against you, you kind of – you, you you work together, and they're in a perfect spot. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Why'd you have to do that to me now? Like <laughs> now, And then you start to talk about my tournament techs, and I got a kind of a uh, weird feeling that maybe my tournament techs mess up Kansas because they got more <laughs> experience than Kansas does, and I love the techs for the death do us part. I mean, I might scrap the whole damn board and restart here. Thank goodness this thing is freaking electronic because I just – I looked at it. I was like, no, no. I made two adjustments last night, I think. I said, said, you know what? This feels good. And then we get get live in prime time. And now all of a sudden, I got got questions, comments, concerns about damn near every single game I got on tap. So we'll have to see what what goes on for the brackets. I don't know. At the end of the day, the brackets are fun. 
That's what it oh, is. Yeah. is. I mean, the yeah, brackets are 100%. fun at the end of the day. What we're really going to make our cheddar is uh, betting every single game, yeah. every single round. <laughs> yeah. Um, curious, Jeff, a couple of seven seeds uh, that uh, probably if the season ended at different times, they might have been a three, four, five seed. Ohio State, USC. Any thoughts on these two as far as is, is the Pac-12 or USC going to come out of nowhere like they did last year and maybe USC is undervalued and they go on a run? Uh, is Ohio State undervalued? Are they kind of just scuffling at the wrong time? I'm curious about your thoughts on those two. I go back to what I talked about a few minutes ago. A, a conference with nine teams in out of 14, uh, you usually see, you know, a handful picked off. You're going to see after the first weekend, you know, uh, the Big Ten, three and six maybe. You know, I'm just throwing numbers out there. Uh, uh, and, and no one – is talking about USC. Okay. No one's talking about the PAC 12. Yeah. Everyone's talking about Arizona. No one's talking about UCLA. Do they get back to that magical run? They have the experience. They were in the champ, you know, they were in the final four last year. They know what it takes. I love this USC team. I love where they're sitting. I'll flip the script. Another team. No one's talking about Miami hurricanes. No one's talking about them. Stop. 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 They're just sitting in the wings. No one's that. Okay. Study gotta, long, study, study long, study wrong. That's the whole thing about this because you go to bed Monday night, uh, Sunday night after you filled out your first bracket, you're like, I'm going to sit on this in the morning. Now you start hearing a little of this, hear a little of this, and then you, you erase this, you erase this. <laughs> and now you woke up Tuesday morning. I got, I, I broke Da Vinci's code. I got it right here. I'm all set. <laughs> I broke it. And, and, and now we're sitting here Wednesday at 9.13 a.m. in Vegas, and you're about to rip up the whole board. Like, what? No, don't do that. Trust your gut. Trust everything about it because that's why it's called madness. That is why it's called madness. Now, there's a couple adjustments that I think are going to be a little bit more madness than what I'm thinking. So who knows? Who knows? I'm going to rip up the whole thing. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. It's my prerogative. All right? We'll see what the hell happens. Let me do what the bloody hell I want. All right? I'll rip up my old damn Da Vinci code if I want to. Uh, all that being said, I, I can't appreciate you enough. Uh, I can't tell you a bunch. Uh, both of us appreciate you for uh, stopping by, giving all, giving all that good insight, everything in between. Um, let's just uh, quickly, kind of high level. Um, if I don't get a, a notification as soon as I try to click over here, um, the slate for tomorrow because we don't have a show tomorrow. Uh, you probably won't have a show tomorrow. Uh, we don't get into Vegas till the afternoon, so the games are going to be rocking and rolling. I'm going to put out my card early, and then, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Even we'll probably watch a couple of games when we're eating dinner and doing so I, I, it's gonna be kind of be watching day. games at the airport I don't yeah know. <laughs> like like who knows what the hell we're gonna be doing tomorrow like we're kind of ca- catching our bearings everything kind of in between and then kind of seeing where everybody's at we might pop in here left right and center um but yeah we're definitely we'll definitely not have a show and we definitely won't be uh in vegas to be hammering in picks live in prime time so everything starts for us friday and saturday we got a two hour power or two day power hour if you will but First things first, my man. Uh, first one up on tap, 11.15 a.m. Central Time. That's going to be 9.15 where you are located, where we will soon be. Um, I say Fugazi. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Give me the poof. Okay, Michigan Wolverines against the Colorado State Rams. Uh, Michigan Wolverines opened up two-and-a-half-point favorites. They are now down across the market 
to one point favorites, it looks like. The only spot that's offering them at two point uh, favorites is the uh, Bet Rivers Illinois book. Uh, everywhere else, our friends over at Circus, shout out. Uh, Golden Nuggets, Caesars, uh, Points Bet, everywhere in between is all the way down to minus one. Now, I say BS. I say it's severe monetary liability. I say that the Colorado State Rams have been the public darling all year long. I think it is complete overvaluation. I think this line movement is caca, fugazi, digits. It doesn't exist. It's fucking <laughs> nonsense. That's what I think. But I don't know. What say you two wise gentlemen? I, you know, I've been talking here at length uh, about the nine teams in. Uh, uh, you are right about Colorado State, the same as Wyoming. Uh, uh, you know, you can go back to last night, uh, Wyoming, Indiana. I'm not buying. I'm in on the Wolverines. I love it. I love it. I love it. Based off what you – honestly, I was torn on this. I This is the one of the Big Ten teams that I just haven't been touching because they are so damn sporadic, man. And I, I think I'm with you as a, a Big Ten homer against a, a Mountain West team after we just no, – like you, you just said. You ain't putting a bet on Michigan. No, First game of the tur- if it was the see, second game see, of the tournament, I caught him, Jeff. Do I know my guy? Do I know my tournament? guy? If it was the second game of the tournament, I'm like, oh, well, I don't need to bet that one. But it's the first game of the tournament. Wow. Well, how am I? How am I not going to? I don't know from that standpoint. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I think it's bullshit as well. I, I'm going to be back in the Wolverines if anything. I think. So we all three say smash the Michigan Wolverines minus one. Yeah. Okie dokie, artichoke. Second game up. Oh, boy. 13 against four. Providence Friars against the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Go big, go booglo jacks, uh, but not really in this situation. <laughs> Providence, minus two and a half de facto home favorites. Um, pretty much holding firm. And, yeah, like you said, everybody and their brothers on the jacks. 56% of bets, 76% of money at consensus. I, I say smash the hell out of the Friars, minus two and a half. I think it's a setup for the public. I, I, again, I'm not buying. Uh, you know, I, I, I'll throw this in. Usually, especially day one, everyone wants to be cutesy, and they all want to pick the dogs because it's March Madness. Sure. Uh, if you look at the last couple of years, the favorites have been rolling on Thursday. The, the dogs start coming in on Friday and Saturday. I'm buying Ed Cooley. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Go Friday. Let's go. Let's go. Say you, Max. I'm with you, boys. I I think the the number honestly scares me just because of the way. Like it, I feel like it could come down to Providence winning by one or two. That would be my only concern, just because of the way they've been winning these games. Um, but I, I'll I'll be on the Friars 100 percent as well. If right. if I do have a live purchase ticket, I will spend the extra money. I'll go money line there. Probably get it around 125, 127. Yeah. Because I, I I rather take away those couple points, miss free throw, a three at the buzzer. Um yeah. just just win, baby. That's all. Just win. Yep. I absolutely love it. Uh next one up on tap, we got the Memphis I almost said Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Tigers <laughs> against the Boise State. Too much shit going on. Broncos, Broncos Two and a half, uh, de facto home dog in this matchup. Boys, I'm saying smash the Boise State Broncos plus two and a half. Take them on the money line. I got them up. Uh, it's not an upset. They're the eight seed over the nine seed. I think Memphis is overvalued. Give me Boise State plus two and a half. Sprinkle on the money line with a little, little pizza and beer money down there, hmm. Mr. Dawson. 
the Memphis team, I called out Penny Hardaway after that uh, interview where he goes, yeah. do you know who I am? Do you know how much I work? And, and it was the funniest thing. I, I I blasted them. And after that, they just went on a run. And, and they have so much talent. So here's what I suggest. They are a Jekyll and Hyde team. Okay. I'm not an in-game guy uh, uh, that comes here to preach about live in-game wagers. I will be on Memphis, but I will be sitting there watching because I can, I'll know right away if, if Boise gets out, Memphis folds like a cheap tent. So if, if, if they get out, I know he's got the team locked and loaded and I think they have more talent and more athletic. I think they'll wear down the Boise state team, but if Boise state gets out early or they're playing grab ass and it's a close game, then Colton, I think you're definitely on the right side. That's kind of what I'm leaning to uh, happening. What say you, Max? Yeah, I this one in Memphis has just been, as far as the gambling perspective on the line, I don't know that I'll make a play on this one because it, it's the Jekyll and Hyde stuff. I, I might like that strategy you're talking about, Jeff. From For my bracket, I actually took Memphis on this one to win straight up. Um, I'm trusting the talent in this one, um, and I think the Mountain West is going to be a little overvalued this uh, tournament. I was thinking that before, kind of last night, even though I took Wyoming with you. I thought the number was solid there last night, but I got Memphis winning this one. Yeah, if it was there, maybe I'd go to Memphis, but I'm going contrarian to you guys. And uh, the public's all over them on the money line, scared of the two and a half, so they're running to the money line as well. I think it's a classic setup here, one of them in the first round. So give me Boise State. They're the eight seed for a reason over the nine. Uh, Next one up, Norfolk State, Baylor. Uh, Let's save some breath. We're all going to want back on our deathbeds, huh? Uh, I won't take uh, (laughs) – we're all going to take fucking Baylor. We're probably not going to lay the 21 and a half, though. Uh, Next one up, I'm very intrigued by this one. Uh, You got my boys along with Lancers, uh, 14 seed, going up the uh, three seed Vols. We talked about them. Uh, Vols laying 18. Any uh, side you guys are interested in? I am going to relax with a solid interest in the Lancers getting 18 points because that's – I think that's disrespectful with how those boys have played, even though they are going up against the balls. I think it's a classic letdown spot. Riley talked about um, Rick Barnes and his history in the tournament. You got a balls team that's rolling. They just cut down the SEC nets. Uh, now they're an 18-point favorite. Listen, I expect them to win, don't get me wrong, but I could definitely see them hanging around, and I, I think that's too many points. 100% agree. I'm with you guys. All right. Uh, I think I'm taking the 18, yep. Okay. Next one up, uh, Richmond, Iowa. We, we know where uh, where Jeff stands. I actually stand in the same spot, getting 10.5 points, and I do have them upsetting Iowa. I would go ahead and sprinkle the money line. I, I think I can be confident enough, even though they're 10.5. Take the 10.5, but obviously I, I would say more than a half unit sprinkle on that money line. 100%. Again, what have you done for me lately? This Iowa team is just rolling. Yep. And, and uh, you know, a Richmond team that last year had a great run. Uh, uh, they played very well. This year, they, they didn't play well. Now, all of a sudden, they've caught fire. Uh, uh, again, I have to maybe temper expectations. A great run in the tournament to get into the dance. Uh, they stole a, a spot from uh, someone uh, in the tournament. And uh, maybe uh, I like this spot. I really do. I, I, you know, maybe I'd feel better if the line was going the other way, but that's all public money. So I'm yeah. all in on the 10 and a half, and I definitely will have at least a half unit on that money line. 
Big fan of that, my friend. We keep it moving. Georgia State, Gonzaga. I'll save us some uh, breath. We're going to want back on sure. our deathbed once again. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, to, uh, maybe Gonzaga land the points in that one. No, nah, I'm good. I'm not laying 23 no. and a half. I'm good. I'm not going to play it, but I don't know. I think I'm Gonzaga good. smoked. I'm good. Yeah, I think they do too, but I'm good. Uh, I, you know me. You can barely get me to lay freaking six points of chalk. You want me to lay 23 and a half? Okay. Come on. Uh, next one up, nine versus eight. My upset, uh, Marquette, the Golden Eagles, plus three and a half. I would say I'm going to take the plus three and a half and a little sprinkle on the money line for an upset over the UNC Tar Heels. What say you, boys? I the UNC's been rolling and I got off of them earlier in the year. You could bet on them at home and bet against them on the road. They figured things out. Uh, A shocker. The return of shocker has kind of lost its luster. Um, You know, I think I'm with you, though, Colton. I'm taking the points. I'm hoping a few days off has got them rejuvenated. I know the Big East season, it's a war. And when you play these teams two and three times, they know you're inside and out. The ACC is down this year. I think Marquette uh, really matches up well. They're not going to want to get into a, you know, first one to 75, 80 game. I think defense wins here. I like Shocker over Davis. Coaching-wise, I, I like Marquette. I will have some money line on that as well. Okay. Okay. I think I, I'm not as staunch as you guys, but I'm with you. I, I, it looks like a ton of public money and liability on uh, on UNC. First gut when the brackets came out, that's where I was headed, and it wasn't as you know firm, firm opinion, but – after seeing all that, and, and then you know, after looking through some other things, I'm with you for sure, for sure on the plus three and a half. And I think, I think they get it done outright too. I mean, I, I like the thing I, you said at the end there, as far as the Big East, the Big East was a war, as where you ACC typically is that type of war throughout the entire season, and it wasn't. So, I yeah, I don't think the ACC is going to surprise people. I really don't. I don't either, my man. The one uh, bit of thing that I would caution you fellas to is that. Uh... My MLB mush, who doubles as also my NCAA Uh-oh. mush, uh, one of the three NCAA <laughs> mushes, is already hammered that Marquette plus three in for, wouldn't you know it, not even a half a unit. So, yeehaw, not even playing the money line as well. So, you love to see that. Wouldn't call that mushed at all. Can see that all year long. Yeehaw. Let's keep playing that, boys. Either way. Moving right along. New Mexico State against your boys, the Yukon Huskies. Uh, Huskies, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, down from seven at open, but it does look like the Aggies are the uh, public dog. I'm going to go ahead and say, like I just said, it takes me a lot to lay chalk, but I think I would lay the six-and-a-half with your boys. I think I'm confident enough. I'm in a uh, suicide pool where you take one team a day to advance and you can't pick them again, and it, it gets real tough as, you know, the, it, it keeps shrinking. Uh, we got two teams, and we don't do this often, but uh, we're all in on UConn on both of those games. Um, I don't like that the line's shrinking. Um, I, I do know that they match up real, real well. Some people don't think they do, but Sonogo down low was just getting beaten up, double, triple team during the whole Big East tournament. Hurley's got them a couple days off now after not getting to the finals. This team is built for a long run here. They got uh, experience at the point guard with Cole. Uh, they got Tyrese Martin. They got Sonogo. They got Whaley. I, I just, I don't like the line shrinking. I'm hearing some rumblings that this is going to be a lot closer. Um, I think they get it done. Um, 
I'm comfortable laying the six, six and a half. Okay. I think I'm with you guys. Jeff, this one's in Buffalo, I think. Are we going to have a nice UConn home court or a home court type atmosphere? It's pretty solid here. Obviously, compared to them, New Mexico State, absolutely. But is it going to be a packed house for UConn? We owned Madison Square Garden. We're going <laughs> to own Buffalo. Trust Love me. It. Love it. I, th- honestly, that angle of it kind of pushes me over the edge for the six and a half, if I'm being honest. I really like it. And then that finally really pushes me over the edge. Next one up, St. Peter's Peacocks. You know me in any fashion. I love me some Peacocks. Uh, going up against the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, Wildcats laying 17 and a half. They are a huge public side. I don't think I could lay the 17 and a half, but I'm not overly confident that the Peacocks make it a close game. I just think this this one's too, even though it's a 15 and two, this one's too, the the the, the skill level. So just too, too different. Yeah. Apples and oranges. And, and again, uh, we'll know how Calipari's got this team focused. They'll be disappointed what happened on Sunday. Um, I think this will be the warm-up game for the uh, game on Saturday. It is a lot of points. You know something, when you guys get out here and you're in the books, you know, you're going to tell when whatever book you're at, which, you know, who's on what by every missed shot, by every three. And then it gets laid into the two minutes. The bench is clear where, you know, you're watching the game last night um, where the the team came on. I'm drawing a brain fart here. Uh, there was an 8-0 run to end the game. And, you know, they were comfortably up by 20. Next thing it's 12. And even the announcers say, well, I think Vegas might have a little interest here in the last 20 <laughs> seconds. So, um <laughs> You'll know early. You'll know early in that game. So enough. All right, Megs, what you got? If I'm going anywhere, I'm going Kentucky. But, yeah, it's still just a little too many. But I'm, I'm interested. I don't think the Peacocks are a team that are going to slide through that type of back door. I just don't. I don't know. I might take the 17 and a half with Kentucky. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, but uh, I agree with what you said there. Uh, next one up, after uh, sealing the deal against the Cowboys last night, the uh, Indiana Hoosiers open up as three-point dogs against St. Mary's. I got the Hoosiers advancing. St. Mary's, I just they think I think they lack that second gear this year. They just don't have that tournament second gear. So I would be comfortable taking the three uh, with the Hoosiers. A lot, a lot of talk with a lot of people really, really connected that think the St. Mary's team's got a deep run in them. Uh, a, a team that beat the Zags. Uh, a, a team that I was blessed, uh, I think it was like six years ago in Providence, where they won uh, their two games and they knocked off, uh, I think it was a Georgetown team that was invincible that year. They had the Sandman and it was like watching Hoosiers. It's like, you know, this. there was no athleticism. There was no nothing. Next thing you know, a little backdoor over here. And it was, it was, it was a privilege to watch. This year, they're a five seed. Um, they're good. Yeah. They, you know, there's going to be no up and downs. Uh, I'm going to, the public's all in and the shops are all in on St. Mary's. I think the Hoosiers have a swag to them. I'm with you, Colton. I'm going to take the three. I'm going to sprinkle a little pizza and beer money on the um, on the money line. I think they have an advantage of playing while Mary's as rested. So I think Indiana gets out early, dictates their pace, hmm. and I think they I think they take this. 
I'm with you guys 100%. I mentioned earlier in the show, Jeff, the only thing that even, I don't know if concern's the right word, but the only thing that's in my mind, they got a long travel to the West Coast here within like 48 hours to get there. That's really the only concern for me because our defense is playing so damn well right now, and I think this is going to be a hell of a game, but I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm, I'm interested in the Hoosiers on this one. Next one up, my bracket Blue Jays and mm-hmm. my tournament Tex. <laughs> Whoever decided to do this bullshit to me, I got some serious words. So, hey, I'll be out in Vegas by the time this game's tipping off. We're going to have some fucking words, pal. I don't like it one bit. These are my two teams that I love to go deep every single year. If I'm leaning anywhere, I'm taking my tournament techs. Um, I think that the Creighton Blue Jays, with how hot they closed the season and being the dog, everybody, their brothers, sisters, aunts, and uncles are going to be running that direction. Um, as far as it sits right now, San Diego State is drawing the monetary liability at the minus 2.5, but I, I think it's noteworthy uh, to, for them to be doing that. I just we just been talking about what have you done for me lately being just su- this entire show being the motto of how the public is going to bet this and Creighton got hot out of nowhere Aztecs have been hot all year and people are, are uh, people people fade them every single uh, round of the March Madness tournament every single year so I'm gonna lay the two and a half tentatively with San Diego State University. they got me the other day they were tied and they didn't score the last two and a half minutes. They are offensively challenged. The defense is phenomenal. I actually, I was just looking here. I, I, I got the text money line, and I think they put a scare in Kansas. I, I do. I think they're that good. Um, I'm not buying the Kansas train. I, I'm not. I Listen, they're good. They're talented. And next thing you know, they're in the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. I get it. Egg on my face. Boo. But I think Aztecs, you're, you're 100%. This Creighton team is a team that we'll be talking about all next year. They're all mm-hmm. freshmen. They weren't supposed yeah. to be here. They lost Nembart at guard, and they just didn't lose a beat, and they had a great Big East tournament. I think the buck stops here. I think San Diego State goes. I love San Diego State in this spot. I don't have anything to add on top of that one. You guys took just about everything I could say in that one. I, yeah, I'm, I'm real interested in San Diego State in that one. Vermont Catamounts and the Arkansas Razorbacks, you know where I stand. I'm taking the five points with the Catamounts and a little sprinkle on the money line. Uh, it is generating monetary liability, but I look at that a little bit more sharp than I do um, kind of a, uh, a public side. I, I got to stick to my guns. I think this is the upset of the first round. Give me the Catamounts plus five. Word on the street is you are spot on. Word on the street is you are spot on. It's a team that uh, kind of cruised all through the year. An Arkansas team, way back in the day, I used to love, you know, 40 minutes of hell. And, and, and you know what? They, they, they had a great year. They are dangerous. They are athletic. They can go up and down. They can score 85 on you in a blink. I also think they're one of these teams that gets passive that uh, I think Vermont will be able to dictate their pace, their style. And Colton, I think you're spot on here. I, I think they cover the five, five and a half. And again, if you're on Vermont, you got to sprinkle some money, uh, pizza and beer money on the money line. He's taking the pigs. 
<laughs> I don't know that I'll bet. I don't know that I'll bet on it. I don't know that I'll bet on it. I I think I really like this Arkansas team, man. I I think they're going to be able to score. I think they match up well defensively in this yeah, one. I don't dislike the points with Vermont. I I and I don't know that I'll be betting on this one because of all the things you're saying, I, I can't ignore it 100. I I like I I'm a big your must, big bus, must bus fan. I love him. I love him to death. Honestly, that's he's probably the, my favorite coach. In the you. Yeah, that's what's jading you to get him. So fully I'm staying away. This one. Yeah. So I'm staying away. I, I think would, they win. Though. I would. Because this should be like okay. seven or eight if it, if it was. But yeah, I know. I, that's just, oh yeah, I agree. That's, I agree. that's the big hangup. That's the big hangup is is how I know how much you love the bus bus. So I probably could have probably could have gave that analysis for you. So there you go. There you have it. <laughs> There's that one. Three more left on tap, my friends. Um, uh, San Francisco, Murray State. San Francisco is the plus one and a half dog. Uh, that is where I'm going. Murray State is the heavy public side, just because of a seven versus a ten. If you bet college basketball in any capacity, you know what this Don's team is. Give me them uh, getting any points with the expectation that they win this game outright but i'll take the plus one and a half for san francisco i was talking to my buddy tim murray on visa and that was the first game that stuck out to me i think murray state's what 28 and 2 or whatever their stupid ass record is two, yeah. 30 yeah. and 2 30 and 2 exactly and and i was all in on the dons i was like wow look at this opening number he says rumor has it that the center for the dons is banged up they don't know if he's going to go. So that might have shown a big reason why the flip, um, you know, two, one and a half. And I, I can just put the cherry on top. Uh, Dave Portnoy from Barstools has Murray State in the championship game, I think, or in the final four. So hmm. give me the Dons. We don't need Bill Russell here. Uh, I, I think they win and they win comfortably. I'm with you guys for sure. I mean, I think the perception of the OVC is is that it. I mean, in the past, it used to be a solid conference. It's really becoming a dumpster fire of a conference, and not a lot of those wins are impressive to me that that Murray State piled together. So I'm with you guys 100%. San Francisco gave Gonzaga a run for their money a couple times. I think they're a real solid team, man. I'm I'm with you guys 100% here. Next one up, Akron, UCLA. UCLA laying 13 and a half points, down from 15 and open, but Akron looks like the stinkiest, nastiest, smelliest public dog I've ever seen on this entire slate. I'm going to stay away altogether. I don't care to get involved in this one, but uh, hey, Mick Cronin, more consistent than a few good men on a rainy Sunday. Shout out John Rostein. What say you, boys? What is the under-over on that game, Colton? 128 and a half at consensus. So the, the and and they're thirteen and a half. So 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 they're telling you what Akron is just barely going to get to fifty, if that. So I mean UCLA is going to be able to do what they want. Uh, again, I think Cronin uses this game to get them ready for Saturday. Um, so uh, again, I thought the number would be higher. This one stinks to holy hell. I wouldn't touch it with your money. I mean the Bruins win; they dictate the score. I, I I mean, just think about that. Thirteen and a half with a, what'd you say? One twenty what? Uh, one twenty eight and a half. The only book that's offering it without the hook is Caesars. Caesars is offering it at one twenty eight. Um. Oh yeah. Other than that, and right now the under the under is getting the majority of it. Uh, fifty four percent of bets, eighty six percent of money at consensus right now. So obviously, I kind of kind of uh, adding on to kind of what you're talking about there, Jeff. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I haven't looked at it. So it, quick math, uh, uh, you know, Akron's team total probably at what, 55? If that, yeah, 55, 65. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, ugly, ugly, ugly. ugly. 
Yeah, uh, I think that's one of the bigger stayaways. Aside from maybe these 20-point spreads, I think that might be the biggest stayaway of the day. Okie dokie. Last one up on tap. Texas Southern at Kansas. Uh, your swag boys, Mags. Uh, 21 and a half points. Uh, I'm staying away from this one altogether. I, I got no interest in this one. I, I think I will have plenty of tickets out um, sweating them live in primetime on the plane. Uh, I get landed and rip open the sports book as fast as I can to figure out what the hell's going on. I'm going to stay away from this one. Doesn't tip till uh, about 7 o'clock Vegas time. So stay away from me. If past history, and I, I, I'm usually pretty good at this. I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. Uh-huh. But I can tell you from 20 years ago what the final score was when Danny Manning won the national championship. Uh, uh, usually a fraud, and I'm using the word fraud, Kansas team likes to come out opening opening uh, game in the tournament and win by 30 and flex their muscles. And the whole world's bowing down to them, which sets up perfect for my Kansas Richmond, because that means I'm going to even get more uh, money on the Richmond side uh, in two days. So I, I'm not going to play it. I think Kansas probably wins by 25 or 30 just to flex their muscles. Um, I'm not buying them, though. I'm not. I like it. I like it. I've got nothing to add. I mean, Texas Southern's got some uh, nice history this year of uh, hanging with some good teams earlier in the year, though. That's all I would say, but I'm 100% with you. I think I think Kansas flexes their muscles. If you watched the game last night for Texas Southern, it, it can get pretty damn uh, pretty damn sloppy pretty damn quick, and things get out of hand pretty damn quick. So that might be the case uh, here with that uh, type of athleticism difference there. So, uh, yeah, I'm out of that one. Okay, boys. That's the whole first 16. First uh, first 16 on the round of 64 on Thursday. Uh, Jeff, can't thank you enough for stopping by. Uh, as always, we got to take the over every time you uh, hang out with us because we were going to have you here for a little bit of time, and all of a sudden it's 9.40 your time, 11.40 our time. I'll ask you this. Uh, you want to stick around for a little bit of motivation minutes or you want to get on out of here because I always like to close it out with some motivation minutes. I'm always in for motivational minutes. Hi, we'll hang out with that. Uh, partner, before we dive into that, as per usual, um, anything else uh, you got on your side of the screen, good sir? Yeah, you know, I had, you know, we uh, don't need to spend too much time on my nonsense. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> it's nothing yeah. crazy. It's nothing yeah. crazy. It's well, time what do you got? What do you got? I, I was. It, we can do it for a second. It's nothing. That's crazy. what I was thinking. It, was, it usually takes forever. It's all right, forty-one after the t- the top. But I hey, know. It, yeah. I'll tell you what it was. It was Wednesday World Records, and I was going to ask you how you think you could stack up. It's a bunch of foods in the uh, the the records for most most whatever eaten and whatever. And I was going to ask what you think you could do. So, well, I mean. We can do some turbo speed if you want. If you think we can get turbo out of speed? here by by, by noon, but yeah, you want to do that because I got I got all types shit, dude. We got to be at the Vegas tomorrow, but hey, rock and <laughs> I roll told turbo you didn't speed. Turbo speed. I, no, no, right. it's okay. You chuckled, many, you uh, laughed because I didn't mention many, uh, the damn sidebar. It's, it's Taco the Bell, sidebar. Taco Bell, so- soft shell Taco Bell tacos in ten minutes. Uh, do you want me to tell you the record first, or how many? Do you, well, do you I don't think know. You, you do? this is your sidebar. Actually, <laughs> you I like me. it better. You tell me how you think you how many you think you could do, and then if you're out of your ass and you say something crazy and the world record's smaller than that, then that'll be Taco Bell be tacos and how many in what? Ten minutes. Soft shell. Uh, just... Twenty. Twenty. It's probably a solid number. <laughs> if I had two in ten minutes, yeah, twenty. I'd say twenty-four. Two taco, twelve packs. What about you, Jeff? 
Uh, I'm that deluxe guy, you know. I I, I need I need the the sour. So just adding extra toppings on there while you're <laughs> in ten minutes. Um, uh, I'll give myself fifteen and a hook. Fifteen and a hook. That's not bad. Respectable. Respectable. Uh, Fifty-three in ten minutes is the Jeez. record by uh, the legendary Joey Chestnut. Classic. Uh, he's got a handful of records, obviously. Uh, how many Classic. gallons of chili in six minutes, or how much chili in six minutes? <laughs> Two and a half gallons is about the record, so I'll just save us some breath there. Yeah, I'm good. Out. No thanks. Uh, let's see. How many uh, How many years of sweet corn? You guys big sweet corn eaters? Uh, yeah, how many years of sweet corn, sweet corn in 12 corn. minutes? Uh, years of sweet corn in 12 minutes. Uh, I'd be good for six. Six? Okay. That's solid. I go a couple more. I, 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 go, I, I go nine. I won't I – I think I'll get like nine and a hook. Nine and a hook, actually. I could get – I could push double digits. I can – Chop down some corn to you, son. Okay. I'll go yeah, I'll go with you. Six and a hook. The record is 61 uh, in 12 Whoa. minutes. 61 years of corn. Whoa. My, uh, I think my mom, is, I don't know, I'm just shouting her out. My mom is just a fiend with sweet corn. Uh, the Fred Flintstone type. It's that type. So I think she gets 15. But uh, one more, my neck of the woods, and then we'll be done. 16-inch uh, pizza. How many slices uh, in 10 minutes? Just how many slices I, of I think pizza? It's a, I think it's the triangles, yeah. Uh, how many? Go ahead, Jeff. Nah, I'm not good into the pizza. <laughs> uh, uh, in in six minutes, ten minutes. Sorry, I might have messed that up. Ten, ten minutes, minutes. I'd fold like a cheap ten. I might be <laughs> able to get to five and a hook. Okay. I don't know, bro. I can slap a jacks in the fucking in the oven and smack that whole thing to myself on a Saturday afternoon. So I feel like and and probably pop another one in if I felt like it. So and smack that whole thing. Eh, ten minutes. Give me ten slices. I can probably get through ten. I think you got me beat on most of these, dude. But you know me with pizza, dude. I could go for two go full. Craziness. If we're talking eight slices per in ten minutes, give me two full. I'll go sixteen, dude. I can. It's yeah. forty-seven is the record, but uh, yeah, give me sixteen. But uh, there we go. Uh, that's enough for nonsense. For y'all that. gentlemen, ever y'all gentlemen, ever. Uh, hey, you know what? Good thing we stopped by that nonsense. We all need a little nonsense <laughs> in our life. Get some laughs. Uh, thanks for reminding me, our mag sidebar there, partner pal. Um, you gentlemen, ever done any uh, any uh, challenges yourself like that? I mean, you and I, the donut one, that one did not go oh, well. Oh, fuck. That didn't work out well at all. We tried to eat a dozen <laughs> donuts on this show, Jeff, for our 100th episode, and I took I took about four bites out of one and tried to get back into doing some analysis, and I just looked down at that box and said, there ain't no way. Ain't no way in hell I'm getting through that box. My favorite one that I've ever done, and I barely didn't get through it, uh, it's called the Big Dog on Campus Challenge. It was two pound and a half foot long hot dogs um, with two toppings of your choice. I did grilled onions and mustard. So a little bit of flavor and then nice little, nice little wash down condiment, if you will. And then a pound and a half of disaster fries. So it was French fries with chili cheese and onions on top of it. And you had an hour to finish it. And I got through everything but about uh, half, half of a bun and about a quarter of that. And I just, I couldn't go anymore. It was too many carbs. I just could not shove it down. I could not do it anymore. But that was, that was the craziest one. That's closest I've ever gotten on one. But I tell you, man, you start do those challenges. You get it's you, bad, you get man. to a point I, in time where it's just like, oh fuck, like I'm in this challenge, but like normal me yeah. would not eat anymore. No, 
as far as the donuts one, if I had to handpick the worst one that I think for me, that would probably that be at the top good. of the list, man. That but wasn't good. 55 glazed donuts podcast. is the record, man. Yeah. Well, oh. even then, dude, donuts ain't. I don't think I could do donuts like that. 55 Joy Chestnut I think I could. glazed donuts. Because like when I was doing with the like the milk, I was the milk was cool, but like I it was me helps. milk then help. talking and all that. It just uh, let me just eat or podcast, not do a challenge yeah. and podcast. Stupid <laughs> idea. We crossed that bridge. We won't go on it anymore. Yeah, no. Okay, uh, our Mac sidebar. Anything else over there, your side of the screen, pal? I don't think so. I don't think we missed any. Uh, I was expecting some bigger breaking news uh, oh, shit, after uh, whether it's MLB or NFL. I'm surprised we haven't. Cubs signed Suzuki. Cubs signed Suzuki. I love that. Gave him a bag. I, I haven't heard too what? much about what? it. Bag. Bag. The Japanese Suzuki? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? I'm blanking uh, on his su- name. Sushi, yeah. sushi or... Um, so, Soche, I can't remember what the, uh, Seiya, S-E-I-Y-A, Seiya Suzuki. Seiya Suzuki, yeah, whatever, they five gave him a bag. Mil. Yeah, five years, they gave him a bag. What'd they give him? Five years, five 70, years million. 70 million. You just stole him from the Red Sox. He was locked in. He, 100%. I don't know how it happened, but it literally just got reported this morning, maybe like 20 minutes before we went live on the show. Yeah, 10, like 10 o'clock our time. Yeah, just a little bit before that. Crazy well, as shit. We, we better get – Schwaber hasn't signed anywhere, right? I don't think I saw, so. I saw his I name saw, getting tossed around, but – I saw it was like – I don't know if it was tentative agreement. Maybe it wasn't a full agreement, but I, I we had the – I saw someone report the Phillies. Maybe it wasn't 100% finalized, but Holy I thought it was working on the deal with shit. the Phillies. we miss something? Woo! Uh, I Yeah, Schwaber signs to the Phillies four years, $80 million. Four years, eighty million. Wow, that's from what hey, it the universal like. DH. The yeah. his is yeah. his market doubled overnight. As when they made the universal DH, man, I, I'm jealous. What is what does AAV mean? Uh, average. I don't know what exactly. It's average like adjusted a, value. Yeah, because maybe it's like fifteen one year, twenty five another year, but across it the says, yeah, AAV just under twenty million per year per the athletic. Sheesh. So if. Your boys need to do some work down there, Jeff. What the hell? You do fucking. You got to do some work in the bullpen too. What the hell's going on with the the green monsters? Gonna be in shambles by the time you get back east. What the hell? Well, well, you look what the Blue Jays have done, and I've talked at length. They they got a top five now rotation, one to five. They they were uh, you know they're sprinkling in with the Freeman thing. You know Rizzo stays with the Yankees. You just steal Suzuki Schwab is here, and then we add the likes of Michael Walker, uh, uh, Rich Hill. Uh, I you know these guys wouldn't even be starting in my backyard wiffle ball tournament, okay? <laughs> and now they're going to be pitching. So unless we're coming in on Freddie Freeman, which I know isn't going to happen. Here's the deal with Freddie Freeman. You know obviously the Yankees. They, they signed Rizzo. He's out. Uh, uh, he's playing the market. He, he gets the big deal offer from the Dodgers, brings it back to Atlanta. Um, he, he's going to be a Dodger, okay? He's going to be a Dodger. Let's just get it over with. And I don't know what the hell's going on with Correa. I, I thought the Tigers, that would have been a perfect splash. And now I'm here in Houston. He's going back to Houston. Hmm. I don't know, man. That Rizzo one really hurt me the most out of all of them because it was really – it looked like oh, they might open – old Jed might open up his pocketbook again and bring him back home. And obviously that was not the case, so we'll have to wait. But, my friends, we don't have to wait for four seamers, two seamers, oh. and curveballs anymore, baby. It's showtime now. Uh, we got games 
Shit, I know uh, Stroh's taking them out against the Giants on Friday. I know we got Sox action, too. I know the Red Sox are playing, White Sox. I, hey, it, 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 it's showtime, baby. It's showtime at the OK Corral. So, all right, uh, before we get into another rabbit hole, we go down another 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Dawson misses uh, putting more bets in. He misses whatever <laughs> other show he was supposed to go on. Hey, go get yourself a nap, dude. What the hell are you doing? I Okay, guys. 16 days, 16 nights, okay? Here's the deal. The more shows you do, the more time you spend at the pool, the more time you people watch is the less time you're spending money. I got $20 into a 24-hour taco bar. That was what was open when I landed, okay? And that's all I – and I also got $30 worth of waters and stuff in the fridge. That's it. I am blessed to be on – your show. I was blessed to have Andrew McGinnis. At 10.30 my time, I'll be on with Sharapin and Matt Peralt, okay? And then at 12.30 my time, I will be doing the closing bell. That means I'm not spending any money. There you go. Beautiful. Hey, well, I'm glad we could facilitate in the uh, management of your bankroll, if you will. So, shout out. Um, hey, just a quick uh, quick little before we get out of here, uh, bid you all adieu and uh, get all of us out of here for the day. Uh, just quick little motivation minutes. Um, nothing major today. I, uh, I just had a conversation with some really cool people yesterday and um, just kind of wanted to, to kind of share um, just some thoughts I had. And again, I always say I'm not a genius. I'm not a swami. I'm not a shaman. I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to this at the end of the day. But what I do know is things that I apply in my life and help me survive it day by day. So... One of those things is point blank period, just be a sponge. And, you know, it's funny, maybe having Jeff here now, and maybe we got some some more viewers in from uh, the sports gambling space, or maybe somebody out there, who knows, whatever the case might be. And I talked about it yesterday um, on, on uh, our show. As far as how much in the industry, our industry, the sports gambling industry, that there is just so much me versus you. And so much of I know the most, I am the best, I'm the greatest. It's no secret. Everybody knows that. And and people get upset when I say that. But tough tit, it is what it is. And everybody knows it. But at the end of the day, what what it really takes to get further in this life is to be a sponge, is to shut up and listen, is to have cool ass people on your show like Jeff Dawson sit back and let him talk go out go out to Vegas and sit back and listen and bump elbows and don't think about the first thing that you can possibly say i mean so often i see people in conversations or i have conversations with people where the first fucking thing they they they're thinking about is what they can respond to what i'm saying not taking it in not taking a moment to breathe not taking a moment to Okay, you know what? I like your perspective, but how about if I gave you this perspective? And that's why there's so much disagreement. It's not because people are so inherently right or inherently wrong about one thing or the other. It's because they just lack perspective. And if you want to gain some perspective, just be a sponge. Just shut the fuck up and listen. I mean, literally, a shout out to the Pop Brothers at Law. They do a Shut the Fuck Up Friday where they bring on customers uh, of their products and they literally will sit there and they won't say a word and they will let people people talk and certain things so I mean it, it's just really really doggone cool uh, uh, concept to think about in that when you're a sponge when you sit back when you listen so many things can 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 come your way when you just choose to shut up it's so funny 
how much you can possibly learn. And kind of, I guess, in correlation with that is really networking. I mean, networking is the secret to this life. I was having a conversation with some guys last night just about how key and critical networking is. And you will never get anywhere in this life. I mean, we all know the old saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I mean, that is just, it's so doggone true in anything. It's not just true in trying to get a job or trying to go somewhere. Like it is true in everything. And if you are afraid to get out in front of somebody and shake a hand, look somebody in the eyes or, or pop on a spaces or, or whatever the case might be, this life's going to be tough for you. I, I, I will say that. And, and I guess kind of in conjunction of being that sponge, don't be afraid once you've taken the time to shut up and listen, to formulate a thoughtful question, and then network. Say, hey, I heard you say this one time. You know what blow the socks off of somebody with 50,000 followers? And I do it all the time. Say, yo, I noticed you did this one time in your past. I really saw this before. I, I appreciate the hell that you do that. And, and I, I love, I just, I'm all about that. And they had no, they, they just expected me to fanboy out or say something wild. And, and I uh, come to them from a human being aspect. So, so many different rabbit holes you could go down with this. Um, but I, the, the biggest thing I can say is just be a sponge. Just listen. Just show some love. Show some compassion. Take some time to hear other people's opinions and perspectives. And maybe if we did, we wouldn't be in such a wild place in this life. I don't know. Who's to say? What do I know? I'm just a goofball that can barely wipe dipshit off my forehead every single morning. But here I am. So, my friends, my message of the day to you, um, barring every rabbit hole I went down there, is... Be a sponge. Take some time to shut up and listen. Take some time to seek out others who might know more than you. And maybe take some time to maybe shed some light on people who might not know more or might not know something about you through networking. Uh, maybe they, maybe it's a, it's all about vice versa. What can you do for me? What can I do for you in networking? And I mean, it's it's just it's just such a lost art. And I I see so many people now too with with the COVID and everything all in between, just like can barely hold a conversation in public. And it's just, it's funny to me, but uh, there you go. Before I go down any more rabbit holes, be a sponge. Don't, uh, don't be afraid to network and, uh, you know, look up to the people who have already made it and uh, take note, take stock of what they're doing. So there you go. There you have it. My motivation minutes officially of the day. Solid stuff, dude. Appreciate it. Okie dokie, artichokies. Well, <laughs> two-hour show out of nowhere did not uh appreciate that nonsense uh mr dawson can't thank you enough uh the legendary jeff dawson at ec sports invest on the bird app the twitter uh for those of you not familiar with my lingo uh east coast sports investors on facebook and youtube and east coast sports invest.com or east coast sports investors.com east coast sports investors.com correct uh there you go there you have that so uh check all of his stuff out you can find me on the midday market report most times on thursdays riley same show on friday same place uh outside of that I know I can speak for Mags. We uh, we thank you from the bottom of our heart, Jeff, for stopping by, uh, hanging out. We will see you face-to-face -face for the first time. Kind of weird. Um, <laughs> I didn't think about uh, it. Fucking that weird. weird. About thir 36 <laughs> hours or so, somewhere in that ballpark, maybe a little less, maybe about uh, maybe about 26 hours, somewhere in there. So we look forward to uh, finally meeting you face-to-face, -face, my man, and, uh, and having some fun this upcoming weekend. So... Stay safe, be cool, don't uh, don't spend too much damn money in between now and uh, when we're on the next show together, my <laughs> man. But uh, outside of that, partner, appreciate you being here with me as always. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, fall and what?
for myself and Mags, and today, the legendary Jeff Dawson. We thank you so much for stopping by episode number 245 of the Talking the Line podcast and every episode uh, and all of our content that you decide to, for that matter, for all your likes, your views, your shares, your subscriptions, your retweets, your comments, everything that you do for us, it is because of you that we get to keep showing up here every single day, chasing our dream, chasing our passion, sharing our nonsense. We said it three times a day. We're just a couple of dipshits that get up in the morning and barely wipe the word off of our forehead. So thank you so much for allowing us to to take your time, to take your energy and, and allow us to share our knowledge with you. Because really at the end of the day, it is it is just our ch- us chasing our passion. So thank you guys so much. It is because of you that we get to do this. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have any other plans. A T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C day filled with nothing but trips to the pay window. And last but certainly not least, make sure you get all of today's best bets hammered in. That seemed like a millennial ago, uh, a millennium ago that we talked about. So you can say right alongside with me and my partner at the end of every single piece of content, we do. Let's cash some tickets.